Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening and welcome to our podcast. We are freedom from covert harassment and surveillance. I'm Derek Robinson, the moderator. Tonight is Saturday, May 9th, 2015. Our topic this evening is networking. We're here on Saturdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time if you'd like to join us live to educate and assist those who are targets of organized stalking, remote electronic assaults, and more. And to let you know that you are not alone and that there are many thousands and millions of us nationwide and worldwide working together for our freedom. These expressed during our podcast are those of our callers and not necessarily those of FFCHS. And now for a few announcements. There will be a meeting of the New Jersey Support Group on Saturday, May 16, 2015 at the Morris County Library, 30 East Hanover Avenue in Whippany, New Jersey. The meeting time is 10 a.m. to 12.15 p.m. The conference room is 133 on the first floor. For more information, you may contact Tom at tp7750 at aol.com. There will be a microchip implant scanning session with Melinda Kidder in Miami, Florida on May 9th and 10th. For more information, please contact Melinda at 573-673-2485. There will also be a microchip implant scanning session in Seattle, Washington with Levi McCann on May 22nd through the 26th. For more information, please contact Levi at support at cfienterprises.com or you may call him at 760-821-5978. Okay, our topic tonight is networking. Networking is an important part of what we do as an organization. It is how our support groups form. It's how our committees form. It's how we make friendships and support networks for ourselves in the community. There are many in our group who feel isolated in their area, mainly due to the actions of their perpetrators. So learning to reach out and network is important for our mental, physical, and emotional well-being. So tonight, We'd like to start with an announcement from Jamia Lee, who is in the process of starting a house for TIs in the Tampa, Florida area. And there are a few TIs who have made commitments to be there already, and she is looking for a couple others to complete the rental of the house. So if anyone is interested, they can contact Jamie at 929-232-0031. So at this time, I'm going to open the call. Uh, before I do that, though, let me, um, let's see, Karen, oh, there she is. She has an announcement for us. 
Okay, let's see. Oh, let's see, something happened there. Okay, Karen, are you there? Okay, uh, Melinda, yeah, I see. See your uh, your note, and yeah, that that'll probably be a good idea. Um, now I'm unmuted. May I? Do you're unmuted. Yeah, I'd like to okay. speak with. There. I've got to run an errand for Mother's Day. Um, okay, that's fine. I, Go ahead. I have a, a Bible reading call, uh, an intellectual and a spiritual adventure on uh, Saturdays, 1 p.m. Pacific till approximately 4, so Pacific. One three zero two eight eight. We have decided today that we are going to open a second call because many of us um, hunger and thirst for the word midway through the week, and it tends to lift us up and uh, give us strength. So we've decided to open a call Wednesdays um, about five p.m. Pacific time at the same number one three zero two eight eight. Um, for those of you who would like to join us, um, we are a, a lovely group of people, and uh, you can make friends and network right there. But we're basically a Bible reading, a scripture reading call, uh, and um, we come together in prayer and in monthly in reading. So we welcome one and all. If any of you would like uh, some kind of uplift during the middle of the week, we are there at that number, 5 p.m. Pacific time. One three zero two eight eight. Thank you, Derek. Okay, thanks, Karen. Um, or should I call you do victim? Um, but anyway, um, th- that's our topic for tonight. Um, uh, for the time being, I guess. Um, and that is uh, uh, networking. And networking is something that's uh, very important, especially for those that are new. And it's important for actually for each and every one of us because uh, we all need each other in this particular situation. Uh, so, you know, the perpetrators are constantly busy throwing things at us. So um, so we need each other. And we never know when we're going to meet a friend. So it, it, it is wise of us to network and to get to know people in the group. So... Um, for those of you that are here that would like to meet others, that would uh, like to know others in your area, um, this uh, this call will be be directed towards uh, uh, this opportunity to make and meet new people, and to uh, and to uh, to network with some people that you already know. So uh, at this time, I'm going to open the lines to those that have called in. Uh, star eight is the quest to talk feature. If you like, you have something to share. If you like to meet others at this time, star eight on your phone, and I'll meet you live. Okay, and uh, also I have a, an announcement from Joe who, who is saying that uh, he will be doing a call after this one winds up. So Joe's um, 
uh, call ID is 89899. And towards the end of the call, I'll be making that announcement again. Okay. Uh, for those that uh, would like to speak, star 8 is the request to talk feature. Have you gotten uh, more people in the Dallas-Fort Worth area of Texas uh, that have been calling in lately? Yes, there are. There are plenty of people in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Because I would really uh, like to get a group together here. Oh, you would? Sure. Okay, excellent. Because uh, there are dozens of people in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And uh, it seems like um, whenever they arrive, they ask me about a group. And uh, I refer them to someone, but then it, that's as far as it goes. So um, uh, I'll be glad to refer them to you if you like. Oh, absolutely. Do you have my new number? I have a Texas number now instead of California. Um, yeah, I, I called and left a message for you the other day. I don't know if you received it. No? Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Well, um, I believe I do have your new number. Uh, okay. I, the reason I called is because um, there was someone, uh, when I think they were wanting to connect with you, I believe. And I, I was, well, anyway, I, I had to call you for something. I think it was that. Uh, let's see, there's a few others that want to be unmuted here in just a second. There's someone in the chat room that's saying that they are in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Excellent. Okay. If you want to contact Nancy, uh, then give me a call, and I will refer you to her. Her name is Nancy, and uh, what is your name? Do you want to say so I can tell her who the... Okay. Um Okay, there's a few that I'm trying to unmute. Oh, someone in Virginia? Yes. Derek? Uh, yes. Hey. What's it? Yes. This is Teresa. I wanted to know. Teresa, oh, there, hi, Teresa. Hey, good to be here with you guys tonight. Uh, we wanted to know if there are any TIs in the Roanoke, Virginia area. Oh, I see. Okay, Roanoke. That's, yeah. That seems like it would be. Uh, um, we don't we don't have many calls from that particular area, at least that I'm aware of. Uh, if someone is near Roanoke, Virginia, if you could uh, get with Teresa. Yes, that would be great. And Derek, you have my number, and I'm going to give it. Somebody, there's somebody here from Southwest Virginia and who's wanting to be unmuted. So it could be Great. someone in just a minute. Okay, is there anyone else unmuted that has something to say? Okay, I'll be getting to the chat and just... Hey, Derek, how you doing? Oh, hey, hey, how you doing? Uh, yeah, excited. Uh, everybody, I want y'all to know we got it going on in Richmond and that um, we don't have to worry about the targeted individual um, 
community fighting with people thinking that this is not true because uh, my city officials are willing to do whatever it takes to help support us. And they adopted the House Resolution of Berkeley, and uh, they saying that they don't want no chemtrails, they don't want no technology in the spine over the city of Richmond, and we're going to work on enforcing that law because we're going to inform them that Ber although Berkeley has that law, it's not being enforced. And out of that, we want... Um, I, I want to bring the police, the, the RPD, the Richmond police, some of the police on our call. Now, I need to arrange that so all of you can talk to them because I told them I want them to learn about us because they do deal with a crisis unit for mental illness. However, we are not mentally ill. So I am at that level. You all are going to talk to the police now. And you're going to be able to talk to them with the cooperation that we've been trying to get. So I'm saying after this event on the 19th, I'm going to bring the police on the call, and I'm going to let y'all talk to them. And y'all tell them what you want them to know, and we're going to work together and collaborate with the police department in different states, and we're going to go from there. So that's, you know, that's what four years of hard work do. For okay, well, Amy, did you say that they have um – they're adopting the, um, the resolution. Res yes, yes, sir. Oh, okay, excellent. That's excellent note. Okay, well, um, if so, then um, <laughs> I would feel more comfortable making. Huh? Derek, they told me that three TIs called there, and they said one TI said they wanted to move to Richmond, and I hope they do because. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay, well, um, um yeah, this is uh this is excellent news. If um if this uh if City of Richmond adopts the Berkeley resolution. It's not which is basically, a, huh? it's not if it's not a if they are. They're gonna do that on my behalf because of what I've been doing. And Javanka's been working with me, so they're going to do it. It's not a doubt they're going to do it. It's just okay. that through the procedures. Okay, excellent. Well, um, then if, if that is the case, uh, uh, Amy, then everyone should, as many as as possible, should be there on the 19th. Right. For, uh, for the ceremony, for this voting. Um. And uh, I, I plan to be there. Uh, the thing is that this is a basically kind of a historic occasion because adopting this resolution, uh, well, I guess I'll explain what this is about. Basically, uh, for those who are just hearing about this for the first time, uh, the city of Richmond is adopting the um, the, the, uh, the bill, the congressional bill, the original bill, of Dennis Kucinich, which is the Space Preservation Act, and uh, this this act calls for the banning of space-based weapons, and and uh, it it calls for the banning of all kinds of weapons aimed at people and and whatever else uh, on Earth, uh, and including 
including psychotronic technologies, which, of course, as you all know, includes our the things that are affecting us. Uh, it even states in there things that influence the mind and or human body from a remote distance. So it's very specific in the, in the language uh, it uses in, in, uh, as far as the mind control technology. So whoever wrote this bill was very much aware of, of the mind control technologies. And actually, I can tell you that they are definitely aware of, uh, they were definitely aware of the technologies because the author of the bill was a man by the name of um, Alfred Weber. And Alfred Weber is a, an activist on uh, the west coast of Canada and he is someone that is very much uh, aware of mind control technologies and is an activist. Uh, well, he's he's uh, the owner of of a site called Exopolitics, uh, which goes into a lot of um, very esoteric areas, I'll say. But included in that is mind control uh, issues and our issues, and he's been um, one of our activists uh, from the beginning. So he's the author, actually, of Dennis Kucinich's bill, and which is why that was included. So um, the psychotronic technologies is um, a measure that is a part of this resolution that City of Richmond is adopting. And when they do that, it will be historic because they are also uh, very active due to Amy, uh, as far as helping targeted individuals, those that are targeted with psychotronic technologies. So um, this really opens the doorway to recognition, uh, first of all, of targeted individuals as people who are being victimized. That in itself is historic for a, uh, a city government to uh, make that claim. And uh, right behind that, it opens the doorway for uh, for target individuals to receive assistance for their issues. So uh, for those that um, are being attacked, it might be a good idea to uh, you know to uh, you know to move to Richmond or whatever. Um, for those that are nearby, because you'd be safer there. But the thing is. Um, this is something that can reverberate in cities across uh, California, across the U.S., and uh, so that TIs can be safer wherever they live. So this is a momentous, this is a, a very momentous occasion, and it's May 19th, and it's the city of Richmond, and it starts at 6.30 p.m., I believe, and uh, Amy will be telling you more about this uh, as we get closer to the time. Um, actually, about a week or so away from that. But um, but I would encourage everyone to be there for this occasion. So thanks, Amy, for your activism, and this is a very important occasion. Can I um, ask something? Um, yeah. So in regards to the police department, um, are they going to actually put in some kind of ordinance or... Um, you know, I know they're they're you're working with the um, captain or whatever. And did Berkeley put in um, a some? Are, were they working with the police department, or they just uh, put well, in the effect? See, that, of, that's the thing here. See the difference between Berkeley 
mm-hmm. happened in Berkeley and what happened in Richmond okay. is that um, uh, all those other areas of that that bill that covers various other types of technologies um, are like I said, this is it wasn't just about mind control technologies. Psychotronic technologies are a part of this bill. So when it's adopted, uh, you know, it includes all these other things. So unless someone that was a, a mind control activist that was in the area that could point this out, then that issue remains dormant. So basically, um, uh, you probably would not be safer in Berkeley because there is no one there speaking up for our issues. The difference there uh, between Berkeley and Richmond is that now there is someone speaking up for GIs in Richmond, which is namely Amy, and those that are working with her. So that opens the door to education and awareness and assistance for those that are targeted. So that's how all this can come about. It starts okay, with education but, but the, and um, activism and awareness. But is uh, is the police department? Um, they were on board for a while as far as organizing a special task force uh, that you know. Well, see, the educating. thing is, the thing is, this is why we we talk directly to the uh, administration. Mm-hmm. The police department does, is not of its own volition active in our issues. They follow the policy of the city leaders. So whatever they say to do, that's what they do. And that's all they do. You're right. And that's why I'm sharing this with y'all. I've got Javanka. Javanka got my back. When, when I went to talk to her, this is how I, I'm, I want y'all to know. Like I'm talking to y'all, I can talk to Javanka the same way. And I have called Javanka and let her hear the screaming. I have um, let, had a meeting with her and told her to how I was tortured. Now, let me share something else with you about why this is a very important um, a lady we're dealing with. Javonka works for the county of, of my city, and she also is a psychologist. Do you know what they're going to open up the list? So you want So that's all I wanted to share with you. If you see the vision down the line, you can understand what's about to take place. Great. Uh, Amy, this is Neil. Uh, we have a 35-page booklet that we'd like to get some copies to called What is a Targeted Individual? That covers all the broad spectrum of what people go through. Okay. What well, you do so, you make sure you say that on top of it is for the poly- RPD training manual to help all police to understand and the community what a targeted individual is versus a mental a mental ill patient. So if you um write that uh, write that uh, attention to the city officials and the police department. Okay? Okay. Should I just call you and get a mailing address and we'll just send you however many copies you want? You mail it to me, Derek have that, and I'll hand walk it to them. See, if you do everything right, they should have all this documentation on the 19th. Okay, we'll do it right away. Um, how many copies would you need? They have seven, six councilmen, but so I'll say ten because because we want to give some to the the. the, 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 the
you want to get stuff to their main captains. So I I would just say just make about ten copies, and who don't have one, they can make their own copies. All right, we'll we'll just send you twenty because what you're doing is great, and I wouldn't want you to run out. Okay, thank you. I, I've been meaning to get a hold of you. I'm just busy. Yes. Um, Amy, can you? Is there any way you know you did a written presentation for the last city council meeting? You had um, a little packet of. of uh, uh, paperwork, um, and you you went by the format. Um, you know you passed these the the the, the booklet, the flyer pamphlet information out to everybody. Um, do you have that available so that we could you know follow your um, you know follow the leader here and 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 use by example in your presentation? Well, basically, it's everything we all do. It's just that. One thing you have to do, Derek is a good uh, guideline for that. Only yeah. thing you have to do is, is now it's going to be easier for everybody now. After after the 19th, trust me, you'll have it. It is done. It's a deal because the city of Richmond acknowledged that we are targeted. So if they call this police station or city officials, there's the chambers, it's not like they're going to say, what are you talking about? We don't know what you're talking about. It's just that out of respect for them, and I talked to them yesterday, I told them that I would would talk to the targeted individual community and ask them not to call to overwhelm the telephone lines because they we want to show them that we got respect for them too. So I don't yeah. want to call them because they're doing something great for us. So I don't want to make it look like, you know, that we bite them in the butt for helping us. So I want everybody to be mindful. I don't mind you if you need to call and say, okay, is are you helping working with the targeted individuals? They'll, they'll tell you, yeah, but don't call and, you know, overwhelm them because I don't want it to come back on me. You know what I mean? I don't want them to come back and say, can you tell your community not to call us so much? I don't I don't want that to come. So we've been doing so good. So I'm just saying. But the thing is, after the day, you won't even have to, after the 19th, you won't even have to worry about it. You, you'll go in there and do fine after the 19th. Well, yeah. Thank the, you. The, thing, the important thing is that, um, that our issues get recognized first. I mean, right. so many in, in these other cities are being thrown in the flag wars just for mentioning that they're being targeted by these weapons and the technologies or being group stalked. But in Richmond, California, you have the freedom to do that without fear. Right. And then on top of that, when they had a, we had a, a meeting with a police brutality. I don't know if you all know, but Richmond is a lead city around the world uh, uh, having less police brutality and things like that. We are considered the model city. And once I found that out, I ran with it. So what I'm saying is that I told them when we had a, a meeting with the police, and they was they was had an issue talking about the they was talking about how you deal with people that's mentally ill um, because those people are strong. You see, they don't know about the super soldier and the, they can create in the people transhumanism. So this how I came when they talked all about that. Okay, it, okay, my my minutes came up to speak. I told them I said I'm a targeted individual. I'm frightened to death. 
because I'm not mentally ill, and I can be treated just like a mentally ill person. I've been here four years, Javonka, council member Javonka, and da 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 like that. And then I said, um, I, I want you to know about who we are because we are not mentally ill. And then I pointed at the chief, and then the chief shook his head and smiled and all that. I was like, yeah, you know, because I'm letting it be known. Hey, we ain't mentally ill. We targeting individuals. We are survivors of government non-consensual human experimentation as unwitty. And my mama went up there, and my mama talked too. So we got, we got, we got, we got this city just, it's just like, I'm just like, come on, T.I.s, let's do this. That's what I am right now. It's, that's why I am right now. We don't even have to trust. Y'all just be here, and I got it. We got it covered because Javonka got our back. Javonka don't play with the T.I. community. She love us. We got her We got back. her back. We got her back. We got her back. So what are the chances of getting the city officials to allocate a budget to the police to train them in frequency detection? Well, once we get this going, you know we're not going to go away because I'm going to tell you why we can't go away. If those people in Berkeley would have kept doing something, this this wouldn't we wouldn't be going through this now. You gotta keep moving until you actually get what you want the government to do for you. You don't just stop because they know who you are. No, we're gonna fight all the way till we get these satellites shed off our bodies. That's how that's how we're fighting enrichment. And so when we do that, you do that too. So don't worry about it. We got everything already in in, in line and then we want also want them to know we know we we need special medical treatment because our bodies have been assaulted on internally. So those are the things that when they say, well, we don't see any damages, it costs $6,000 to $10,000 to look at our damages because our damages require infrared light. See, I talk along those lines. See? Okay. Thank you for allowing me to share. Thanks a lot, Amy. Okay, thank you, Amy. Go, Amy, go. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this is a, this is very important. So you know, hopefully, TIs will be starting to get help in Richmond, and uh, and you know, various places around the country. Uh, it's it's possible to um, that this assistance could come to TIs. Uh, it's just a matter of uh, people making you know putting forth uh, the effort to meet your meet your your council people uh, in your area. You know, get to know them and. You know, they get to know you and that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, they will come to understand what this is about uh, and, you know, targeting is about. But you have to, you know, present yourself in a way that's understandable to them. And uh, and so, you know, we'll, that's what we're here for, to help you to do that. So. And just so people know, uh, Robert O. Becker, who wrote The Body Electric and worked for the military, said that being tested for elevated triglycerides is an indicator of microwave poisoning. <clears throat> so were white, uh, high white blood cell counts. They found that twice in me, and they're scratching their head going, wait a minute, you don't feel bad? And I said, well, I'm low on energy. But no, and they're like, well, you should, you know, according to this, you should have some, you know, major infection. And uh, anyway, so that's shown up twice. And I know other TIs, their uh, white blood cell counts real high from the radiation. 
So you get tested for triglycerides? I mean, I I asked my nurse if they did, you know, some kind of a, a nano uh, patch, you know, blood patch uh, test, and they were like, huh, what's that? And I was, I didn't ask the doctor. But so you can actually, will will like a regular blood uh, screening test for um, triglycerides? Yeah, and I, uh, it's yeah, and that is in cross currents and or body electric from Robert O. Becker. It's towards the end of the book, past page three hundred, where he references that. Whether it's admissible in court or anything, I don't yeah, know. Right, but it, right, right. but it would be an indicator that could be seen across the board. And my experience was that they refused to give me that test because I asked for a test for radiation poisoning and was very specific of asking for the elevated triglycerides. Well, you know, it's funny to me that how how far, I mean, every week we seem to touch on new technology and and uh and I'm kind of, I'm glad I didn't ask the doctor for nanotech, you know, nano because I mean, you know, um although it could be, you know, absolute we're not sure, but um I mean, and so uh well, I'm kind of glad I held off on that, you know. Yeah, that's more of a specialty realm. It's not <laughs> not, not mainstream AMA. They would they would just look at you with a big question mark. Right. You mean what? <laughs> okay. If you're just joining us, um, our topic tonight is networking. And if you'd like to um, uh, get to know some people in your area, and or meet some some others in the group, and um, if you need assistance with your targeting issues, uh, start A to the request a talk feature on your phone so that you can start to meet some folks in the community. Hey, Doug. Yeah. Hey, this is Doug in Virginia. Is, oh, hi, Doug. Is the lady from Is the lady from Roanoke still on the line? Uh, I vote. Teresa, are you still here? Still here, Derek. Oh, hi. I thought I saw somebody from Southwest Virginia. Uh, yeah, Doc, she's still here. Uh, do you want to give me your email address or phone number? Or I can give you mine. I'm I'm in... Uh, I'm about an hour and a half from Roanoke, Southwest of Roanoke. Okay. Um, Derek, would you be able to... Um, do that for me. I really don't want to give my phone number and email out over the phone. Okay. Could you do if that? If I have a pen and paper, I'll give you my email. Okay. Hang on just a second. Hey, Doug, this is Deborah in Virginia Beach. You hear me? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I sent you that email uh, by text, and um, remember it's set up where you have to uh, do a password to uh, to send an email to her? It's a weird yeah, setup. I, I sent an email to that address, and I didn't get any replies, so I don't know if she got it. Okay, Doug, I have my pen and paper. Okay, it's Maranatha12, M-A-R-A-N-A. T H A one two at yahoo.com. dot com. Okay. So All right. uh, 
if you want to shoot me an email, uh, I'd be glad to respond, and uh, maybe we could uh, get together and talk about some activism or something. Oh, that'd be great. I'll do that, I don't, absolutely. I've, you know, there's no other TIs that I know of around here. You're the closest one I've found so far. Okay, well, I'm surprised because there's so many perps in Southwest Virginia. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't maybe they're afraid to speak out. Hi. Uh, oh. I, actually, this is Tomo. Um, could I ask um, Amy, are you still there? Oh, maybe Hello? not. Okay. Uh, Amy, are you there? Oh. Okay, um, what was your question, Tomo? Well, um, because there's already a, a co- international convention, convention against torture that the U.S. adopted, and also there's a domestic law against torture as well, I believe it's the federal law. And uh, it might be worth uh, referring to that kind of statute in the resolution, but then uh, stating that uh, the conventional torture law doesn't uh, recognize the fact that the Invisible organized torture is used to um, render the target perceived uh, delusional or paranoid. I think the objective of the uh, torture can be written down um, within the uh, resolution and, and, and referring, citing the uh, the existing statutes against torture. It's just a kind of. Uh, um, I mean, can be one paragraph uh, citing that as well. That would make kind of uh, expand the um, the law against torture. Yeah. Um, the thing is, um, they want the we want the resolution to pass on the 19th and not delay that. So okay. it's it's fine as is and covers our issues okay. pretty well. All right. Uh, what they're doing is huge. I am so proud of her because here the police are instructed that if anyone ever says anything, even the police that are aware of what's going on and want to help, they, to keep their job, have to put the person in the mental ward. <clears throat> so it sounds like that she has very good leadership in that um, area. Um, area. I'm oh, really proud of her. Is Amy in Richmond, Virginia, or Richmond, California? California. Richmond, California. Okay. Um, I have a brief comment. Um, It's unrelated, but I just wanted to take a moment. The the Bioethics Commission meeting is going to be in Philadelphia on May 27th. And if everyone could at least submit a comment, you don't have to go, but if you could submit a comment to the Bioethics Commission at info at bioethics.gov. Also place that in the chat room. But info at bioethics.gov, that will go to the Bioethics Commission. And then if you're comfortable doing so, if you could also send me a signed and scanned copy to bioethicssubmissions at gmail.com, I will take a stack in with me um, to the to the meeting, and, and as GH War suggested, it would be helpful to have at least a hundred, preferably thousands, um, just to show that we still exist, 
and that our issues persist and uh, we still have the same complaints and are asking for resolution. So again, uh, send, your, send your comment to info at bioethics.gov. If you're comfortable sending it to me, also send it to bioethicssubmissions at gmail.com and I'll place that in the chat room. Thank you. Uh, oh my God, Carla, I just wish that you would put half your effort into something productive. Well, I appreciate that, Derek, and maybe I'm also doing that, but I'm also going to the Bioethics Commission meeting, and it wouldn't take people much time to submit a comment to the Bioethics Commission about what's happening to them. They could even submit their comment from 2011. Um, I don't see what we have to lose by taking an hour to write up a comment and sending it to the Bioethics Commission. But that's well, you have know, nothing to lose, but I'm just... I'm just saying that this commission has no authority or no um, uh, power to do anything to help us. Well, I, I agree, but it's still important because some of those people are doing the research on us. And furthermore, it's important to let them know that we still exist, that we haven't gone away, and maybe somebody else will be listening. So it won't take much effort on our part to send a comment to the Bioethics Commission. That's just my, my opinion. Oh, that's true. That's all exposure. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, all right. Yes, who's there? Thank you. Yes, yeah. this is to the person who was just talking about the Bioethics Commission. Um, was that Carla? Carla? Yes. Was that Carla? Uh, Carla, I've attended yes. a couple of meetings. Hi, nice to meet you. Uh, nice to meet you. You're in uh, you're in BC or around BC somewhere? Or? Uh, no, but I will be at the meeting in Philadelphia on May 27th. Okay, um, I uh, have attended a couple of those uh, meetings. They were held on the campus of my my school a couple of years ago, and uh, I have to let's see. The person who originally was tasked with setting up that bioethics commission, uh, Leon Cass, uh, yes. was actually from my school, uh, from my wow. university. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, the University of Chicago. It was, uh, it was a while ago. That was during Bush's time, I think President Bush's time. Um, yeah. And it was held on the campus. The meeting that I, that I attended was held on the campus maybe three years ago. And I have to agree with Derek. Uh, although it is a big, uh, it's a big to do, and uh, it has a big maybe you know reputation. But when it, when you actually sit there and listen to what the attitudes of the people who are part of the panel, uh, yes, it really comes off as a as a very much a uh, it comes off with a lead thud, a leaden thud. The people that were in the uh, meeting that I went to, it was held over two or three days, I believe. And Muhammad Ali's, Mrs. Muhammad Ali was there as a panelist as well. And I spoke yes. to her individually, on an individual basis. She, of course, knows that the medical system, uh, etc., because of her husband's condition, is to a certain degree nothing but a farce uh, and meant to take people's money, etc., etc., and really not meant to cure anything. But she's one of the few 
um, most of the medical doctors on that panel, including the ones from my university and the ones who were uh, in, you know, in the Chicago area, uh, public health officials and administrators, they did not seem to be aware of it. Uh, and we, uh, the people who are targeted, know to what extent the whole, you know, what we're sold as, as the institutions of society. Really, when it comes down to it, what you need are good people who are willing to stand by you, uh, who know that uh, the society itself may not be what it's billed as, and that it takes, really, as Margaret Mead said, a group of committed people, not only to change anything, but just to keep people safe sometimes, which is the condition most uh, targeted individuals are in, unfortunately. I applaud your uh, your. May I ask how long you've been sending information and comments to the Bioethics Commission? How long I've been? I've never sent information to the Bioethics Commission meeting, and and okay. even I, I did watch the 2011 uh, testimony. But to me, it won't take much effort on our part to submit the letters. Some of the people at on the commission are receiving funding from DARPA and from the federal government for some of this research. So to me, it's critical that we just continue to put the information out there and somebody somewhere might just hear it, like someone from a, uh, you know, a news agency. You, you never know, and it wouldn't take much effort. But, but I appreciate your comments. Um, that's true, that's true. Um, but it's more like a, a, a shot in the dark because the reason I say that is just because the systems these days that people rely on, I mean, democracy itself is under attack in America and around the world. People, the individuals, are under attack on every level, uh, whether it's the NSA or the FBI or CIA, whoever, secret societies. We are all under attack. It's just that some are aware of it and some are not. The people who are doing this really do want to turn the world into their playground, unfortunately. It is not going to happen that way because it's not time. You know, God has his own plan, and uh, it's just not in the cards. But the Bioethics Commission itself specifically, I have to agree with Derek, it's kind of a waste of time because even the progressive people on my campus really have been mentally locked in, brainwashed, uh, to think that uh, children need to be protected against uh, sarin gas attacks which is what was discussed during that bioethics meeting I went to. And I was like, what is going on here? Um, you know, this is a complete, uh, this is not about health. This is about terrorism. Right, but this is about fear. The Bioethics Commission is tasked with uh, presenting uh, information and recommendations to the president um, on right. ethics. And it, so right. it's a new commission. And the commission, that is their task. That is what they're doing. And with the BRAIN Initiative, it's critical that we wave a flag and say we're still here. And I personally hold them accountable, and I want them to know that that their institutions are receiving funding from the government, and this is being used to experiment upon us non-consensually. So to me, if it takes an hour out of someone's day to write a comment, you know, I encourage it. Uh, I don't. I don't see what we have to lose, and we can also notify news agencies and other institutions that we're going to be there. So right. I do but, appreciate but your comment. Be, 
but it has to be taken seriously. Otherwise, kind of otherwise, it's kind of a waste of time. Although the good intentions are there, it has to be taken seriously by the people on the commission and the president. The president is not going to take it seriously. I can tell you that now. He's from my school. Uh, I have seen him at rallies. He may be part of the problem. Not that he's a bad man. He's supposed to be president. But the people who were, are responsible for the, what's going on with me were not at all afraid at the very small rally uh, that I went to. They did their stuff right in front of Obama uh, with a police officer standing right there. Uh, I, I understand hey, that. Well, um, I appreciate Mar- that. Mar- hey, guys, I just spend a lot of time on this because yeah. even to talk about it is, is, is uh, you know, kind of holding us back. Uh, anyway, I just had one, one thing. Effort. Just had one, one more, one more thing. Just add, just to add quickly. Uh, Carla, your intentions are excellent, but I have to. I'm just from firsthand experience. I was very disappointed when I went to that bioethics commission on my university campus, which is somewhat progressive and, and conservative at the same time. But I was extremely disappointed with the panel members and how narrow-minded Mark, they are Mark, and how brainwashed they were. Tomorrow, let's let's okay. move along. I appreciate okay. it. And just one final comment. What have you got mm-hmm. to lose? Take an hour of your time. Write a comment to them. We had to, we okay. All right. Um, thank you, Carl. Yeah. That's a long Tomorrow, tomorrow, we're going to talk. This is not our topic tonight. All right. We're talking about okay. networking. Right. Right. Okay. Just um, one. Just one thing to finish that. Come on. Come on. Come on. We're talking about okay. something else. Do not. Do not distract okay. our, our topic. Okay, okay, hold on. We were talking about... Let me finish. Just, just let me finish one second, Derek. On. It's important, Derek. It's important. It's important. Come on, the only come thing, on. The only, the only, Derek, please, Derek, just one thing. One thing. It's important. It's important. The, the only thing that's really going to work as far as gang talking and all and what's going on is to bring it to the public's attention. Okay, okay. Not come on. You have an echo. You have an echo right now. Yeah, it's intentional. They're playing with the phone. Okay. All right. This topic has to go to the people. That's all. That's all I, I want to say. It's going to take a revolution because the whole society is corrupted from top to bottom. We don't even know the depth of it. And uh, this gang stalking is just the worst thing I mean, that I've ever heard of. And uh, commissions and all. There's one thing gang stalking. Okay. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, let's get back to what we're talking about. Our topic tonight is networking. And basically, this is about our community, you know, reaching out and starting to meet um, each other in the community for whatever it is that we have need of. Uh, so um, for those that would like to form support groups, those that would like to meet others, those that would like to uh, find uh, others in their area, uh, to form committees, etc., you know, tonight is the night to reach out and to meet others to do that. Okay, star eight is to request a talk feature on your phone to join our discussion. Yeah, hi, this is Deborah in uh, Virginia Beach again. Um, I'm going to make it quick. Um, I just want to speak on on behalf of uh, all that Derek does. Um, Those that want to network and try to find others and work with each other um, and a support system, um, please please share your email. Um, He he has so much work. when he has to stop and find emails and personal phone numbers to connect. To connect. Okay, thank you. Okay. Um, the thing is, uh, Amy in, in, in Richmond, California, is making tremendous progress for our community. Uh, if you guys 
wants to know what's happening. Uh, this is uh, what she's talking about that's happening later this month is a momentification. And it can happen for uh, each and every one of you in your areas. So th we're talking about starting to get help for, for our community, real help, tangible help. And that's, that's what's starting up in Richmond. So hopefully we can also um, replicate those efforts in other places. That's really the goal. That's one of our goals. Um, basically, um, uh, had, I was going somewhere with that, but I'm not I remember what that is now. Uh, does anyone have a comment right now? Well, I will oh, say here. there's there's two people in Daytona Beach. If there's anybody else around Daytona and New Smyrna area, email me at electricrose22 at Yahoo. It would be nice to to pull a group together and get to meet people and work together. Go ahead, I'm done. Um, also, Derek, is there anybody now that's, um, uh, I do not see Arizona as listed as a support group. Um, is there anybody taking on that? Because um, I know, you know, 15 people in, in Arizona, but, you know, I'm finding it hard to get people into action. Um, so, okay. uh, well, yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Kelly was doing things. Yeah, well, Kelly. Yeah, know. right. Mm -hmm. Okay, I don't, I'm not sure what she's doing right now, but doing, uh, Kelly and uh, now Bev is a resource. Uh, I refer a lot of people to her and uh, also um, uh, Jerry. Between Bev, Jerry, and Pam, uh, I would say those are the uh, leading ones in, in Arizona as far as... as Maybe contacting others, and they're the ones I believe that came to see Doctor uh, Doctor Hall recently. All right, but there's 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 nothing. I mean, Bev's got you know her stuff going on, and no one wants to organize anything. So, uh, you know. Oh yeah, well, yeah, it's um it's an issue. Uh, yeah. If you want to call and talk to me about that, maybe I can um, uh, round up a couple people in um, in Phoenix uh, area for some things. Um, okay. Anyway, those are the most prominent ones that I know. Well, that, um, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, I'll be glad, you know, to help and organize a group and everything, but you guys have to promise me if they haul me away again, you'll continue to make the phone calls to get me out. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many times they've uh, kidnapped me on false charges because they want to shut me up. Right. Well, see, that's where the, uh, the teamwork, that's where the... Uh, the networking comes in. You know, so if you're in the obscurity and you can haul away and then there's no one coming to rescue you. Yeah. So, um, well, um, Nancy, since you're in Texas, I mean, I get people all the time that are interested to call, you know, the 800 line and are interested in forming a group. Um, uh -huh. I have a couple numbers, but I would really be, you know, um, be thrilled to have to be able to give them your contact information. Absolutely. I'll call Derek right after this call ends and make sure that he has my right phone number, and then he can give it out to, you know, anybody that seems like a legitimate TI. Hopefully no perps will get through. <laughs> Thanks, Nancy. You betcha.
is uh, Derek, can, is uh, is my voice uh, audible? Am I coming through? Yeah. Okay. Um, this is a uh, KP or Kumar, and I'm in uh, Southwest Ohio. If anybody's on the call from there, I really could use uh, somebody in the area uh, to rely on. Just like the previous person said, something uh, should be set up and things like that. Uh, I've got a kind of a serious operation going on that uh, and it looks like they have some kind of timetable and an agenda, a definite agenda. And uh, it's possible that they, you know, they've moved heaven and earth uh, over some years to uh, get me in the position I'm in now. So, uh, you know, in these situations, it's always good to have somebody next to you to uh, instead of just have... walking down the sidewalk, et cetera, et cetera. I talked, I talked to... Um... Uh, there's someone, uh, uh, Kumar, that, uh, is, that uh, I'll be giving your number to so that you can, um, they'll be contacting you, okay? Okay. And they live in, um, in the Dayton area, which isn't too far from Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, have you known him a while, a long time, uh, Derek? Or? Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because they've been in this area for 10 years as far as I know, so far. It would be, hi, this is Tom again. It would be helpful if the RTI is moving to um, Richmond area and actually receiving police assistance and having their targeting actually uh, ended. Uh, it would be helpful if if um, this TI can be, um, con- if I can, if, they, if at least one of them be like a, uh, uh, body list on the body list, so so that the other TIs can contact that person and see the progress there and how actually the TIs are receiving police assistance. Well, yeah, see, the thing is, it's um, it's not so much the police assistance; it's the city, it's the uh, help from the city itself, basically, and that's what you need to establish because the police. I mean, if you just go to the police, they won't help you. Right. It has, it has to be established policy, and right. that's the important thing of what Amy is doing. And and uh, I hope that you guys understand. Before the police will help TIs, it has to be established policy from the administration, or they will do nothing to help TIs. So um, so this is what that is. That is how Amy is getting the help that she is getting, because she went to the leaders themselves directly. Okay, so the police are not yet trained to deal with this, uh, investigate this issue. Well, not as yet, and uh, that is uh, that will be part of the process. Yeah, I do uh, know that. The, do you remember the Mary from Florida who is actually getting the? Um, uh, the police are actually investigating her probes in uh, operation, and at least one of the probes got arrested already, or something. Apparently, the police there are. To be able to really? Okay. Well, that is uh, that's very rare, and uh, that people get that type of cooperation. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, um, you know, if you know, with with the way that Amy is doing it, it becomes established policy, so that it will not be just one officer, but the entire department that will be cooperative, and that's what we're aiming for. Oh, I see. 
What city was that in Florida? Do you know? I think it's like um, the county Brown. It's southern, like southern Florida. Brown. Um, yeah, where I'm not sure where where Marion's from. Uh, it's um, yeah, she told me about something like that. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, I I was wondering if other TIs in in the area in Florida might be moving there to to receive the um, police assistance as well. Be really See, that's 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 just it. Uh, what I'm saying, uh, Tomo, that is just one officer. Just one. Oh, okay. So you know, if we can, if if we uh, get a policy established, a, a um, it becomes a relationship with the um, administration. Then you can get, you know, uh, department-wide cooperation. Oh, I see. So the Florida one, this particular, I believe it's the sheriff, right, um, uh, investigating this organized uh, torture thing. But even if, it, how do you think if the other TI moves to that area, that the TI would receive help as well? Or? Well, see, that's the thing. Um, okay. You know that's that that's a, that's a question. Yeah, you don't know. Right now. <laughs> Hello, Derek. Hey, yes. Yes, I wanted to say that I found out from talking to someone that some of the TIs, and we already know that on the line, are afraid of the uh, the targeting increasing if they should become active. In other words. How do you how do you answer that? And I can understand that, but it doesn't bother me as much as, as it bothers them. And then the other thing I was thinking of: these people are getting money somewhere from this. Unless what we do affects their money or affects them in some way, they're going to continue to do this. And if we can kind of find out the companies that's involved in the manufacturing and the people who are you know hiring them, if we could find out some way to turn the get the public's attention and turn the public, you know, let the public know who's supplying the whatever and the instruments and who is, like, doing this in the neighborhood, like the neighborhood watch. If we can just get this to the public, and because more and more of the people are becoming targets, maybe that's how we can stop it. But one of the things I'm concerned about is a lot of people would help, but they're afraid of the targeting. That's all. I'm sorry. Thank you. Okay, well, the important thing, in, in my opinion, is to start with the administration because the public generally does not work as a collective unit and does not exert influence. They might have, um, it would take a lot to arouse public um, uh, indignation. It would take a, a tremendous effort, however, to get the uh, administration involved. It doesn't take much effort. And once you get them on board, you have access to many other um, community resources that can then rally the public to uh, your issue. Okay. And and what about the news? Like for instance, Alex Jones, and I, he, we already approached him. We know he's not interested. But um, 
to where it would help us. But, you know, there's other, like, Drudge Report. And how can we get this Okay, well, see, that, that, see that you raise an excellent point there. Once you get the city administration to establish policy about target individuals, that establishes your credibility. So you don't have to worry about um, about the press and what they have to say because this is this is established policy and it it gives you validation. So that will change the dynamic of a news reporter. You know they're talking about official recognition of our issues. So that's going to change things. So they're going to have to look into what it is that they're validating. Okay. So, what um, I want to do is dry yeah. up the revenue they're getting from this. They're getting money from Target. If somebody is benefiting, otherwise they wouldn't be doing it. I'm sorry. I'm okay, there, there is. There is something. Yeah, who's there? I want to say to everybody, I think that this is what I'm doing with what Amy is doing in Richmond. I'm taking the video, and I'm going on all media websites and, and uh, political websites, uh, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, and I'm putting it out there. And I'm asking, I'm saying that this is what we, our group is asking for in every city in the U.S., and I give them that to look at so they'll see what we're talking about. It's an example. I use examples since I can't find enough TIs in the area where I'm, where I'm living. Or I've been put out of commission, let's say. This is how I do it now. So if everybody, and then I also think we need to hit the colleges in each state. That's how we did here in Florida and going to do again, I hope. So if we fall into that, take what's happening in Richmond, then maybe we can get somewhere like that as well. And also, I like what Colin's doing. You know, it won't hurt. Okay. You like for what? Okay. I like for the people that didn't get their information to the Biotech Committee. But back to Amy. I, I have nothing against what, Tar- what, what Carla is doing. Uh, I'm I just know. saying. I was, no, I was just that. offering her that. some. Okay. But, uh, you know, let's do it, people. If you're really tired of being targeted, that's one avenue. Using I use Connie Marshall. I use the Amy Anderson t- uh, video. I use others. Whoever I, and now I'm using Herman Winston
um, and their whole town, the administration of the whole town, kind of took that lead because they were tired of what had come before. It wasn't producing any results, so they turned to a progressive mayor who turned things around for the entire town and the townspeople uh, in many respects. So it's kind of a one-off. In a way, it's a one-off situation. Um, And uh, Ms. Anderson's success there is due to the attitude of the mayor in general and the way she was able to turn the atmosphere of the town around. Um, It's a good base to build on, but it might be unreasonable to think that that's possible in every in every borough across the country. Uh, it really depends upon the leadership of the towns. Well, it does, it does depend, but um, but basically, it's it's a matter of precedent, and uh, people follow precedent. You know, if it starts to happen uh, in in other places, then they will see this as a trend and it will become um, politically correct. It's just like any... Um, well, let me ask this question. Is the police chief in Richmond on board at this point, or is he not still? The police chief? Because um, I wasn't sure. I couldn't get an answer to that. Probably. Well, see, the thing, see, that's the thing about starting with the administration. If the administration is on board, the police chief will have to be. Derek? Yeah. From what I heard. Uh, um, yes, the police chief is aboard. He has to be aboard because uh, Javanka Braun wanted the, the the captains in uh, according to the order and the direction of the chief. So they already know in order to help us, the police has to be a, a, a part of this. And so what I did was, let me, let me tell you something else that you don't know. I went to... My to the one his name is his name is um, Captain Sappo. He helped me get the police report. He is the one I went. For, I talked to him last week and I asked him to give me a letter of support for our cause. He's going to give us a letter of support. He's going to give me a letter of support. I'm going to share it with you to share with other people. So it's not like the people have have not haven't haven't heard of it. I got I got. Three, I got two police uh, um, that are that are aware that this has happened to us and has heard about it during their career. So it's not like they don't know about it. We have their support. We can, like Derek was sharing with you, we can, they cannot do nothing without the 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 city officials telling them which directions to move. And they know they got to move in the directions that Javanka and the mayor and the city officials asked them to, and they support us. So I want you to know these police here is not, and, and I understand people can be, be manipulated. They don't want, in the city of Richmond, if y'all really knew what city y'all live in, they don't want that stuff in this, techno, in, in this city. They don't want the police killing the people. They don't want the police disrespecting the people. And they want, don't want the people aggravating the police. This is what we talked about over here. Build How are we going to build a better relationship up with the police? So I'm sharing this again with you that we have all of the cooperations in place, we just need y'all to come on over here and, and experience this, uh, this uh, victorious morning for us. And I will be willing to be 
who, if anybody pay an airline ticket and get me to your state, if you want me to go speak with my city officials did for for you, if you get an airline ticket, I don't have no problem with that. But I mean, you know, I'm just saying I'm not trying to, you know, act like I'm. I, I'm just saying if anybody want me to do some activism with them and they city after this. I don't mind helping you, but you gotta help me with the airline ticket if you want me to help support you. Cause I do okay, well that's a, that's a great offer, down. Amy. That's a great offer. So those of you that are wondering how to do this in your city, um, Amy is willing to travel and you know to help you guys organize. Uh, so that could be beneficial because uh, Amy has, uh, you know, she's a gutsy type of lady, and she will talk to anybody. So, uh, right. so y'all, if y'all, I don't know if y'all are afraid or what, but you know, uh, Amy is uh, it's available to help. Uh, a lot of what Amy said was blocked out on my end. I couldn't hear a lot of what Amy said uh, due to interference. Amy, did you say that the police chief was on board 100 percent? Yes, he don't have no choice. He got to do what Javanka said. No, no, like no, 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 right, right, right. That's not what I asked. Is he on board 100% personally? Personally. And let me explain this to you right quick. When Bibi was saying that we, they are our employees, this is how we they, they are being treated in the city. And they're their employees. So the answer to your question again is yes, because they know they're employees and they know they can be terminated if they do something wrong. Right, over right. here, I'm so glad that you told me that the police are different over here. There's a difference there. Uh, right, and if you look, that's why you need to turn to anybody come here. Hold on, 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 please, hold on, hold on. You have Javanka, who's the city councilman and who was a friend of the previous mayor. McLaughlin, she is definitely on your side from what I understand. She's 100% on your side personally, too. But the police chief is not personally, he's not really yes, personally Yes, he is. Uh-uh. Yes, is he, he is. He, I, you can't tell me where he ain't. I'm telling you he is. That's why does, if you don't live in the does, city, does, if you don't know fact, who hold went on, on, city, hold on, Amy, hold on, please, hold on. Does he, in fact, know two other people personally who are also targeted victims? Because that's the information I got. Yes, yeah, we ain't with the name because we, we went to them. See, we haven't been a better with those people. Amy, he's talking about the captain. No, we can tell you the police can't see because you're going to talk to him first, and we're going to tell him about their details. Now, I'm telling you, I think this is I'm telling you, if you have a bad experience over there, but that's not their type of party over here, baby. I can't understand you, Amy. I think there's some interference going on. Okay, there is some, there is uh, kind of uh, something, some echoing or something. But uh, Kamar, you know, she, Richmond is a small city, all right? It's only 100,000 yeah, people. Yeah, it's a small Okay, small if, if the administration is, you know, whatever's policy is there, the police chief has to follow. Simple as that. They're the bosses. Yeah, but the the mayor the mayor you know gets replaced every so often, uh, and the police chief really does enforce the law, and he's the one uh, or she's the one who. Okay, come on, come on. Once policy is established, and he and I start getting help and recognition, that's all we need. That, that all that needs to start happening. They can't undo right. that. Mm. 
Uh, it may not be that simple. Uh, I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you from my operation. Hold on, Amy, please. Please, just calm down, Amy, please. I'm just telling you from my operation, um, that won't be enough. That won't Hold on, Amy, please. Hold on, Amy. Hold on, Amy, please. I'm telling you from my operation, that wouldn't be enough. Right. That's where you are, okay. but that's not where I'm at. And that's why I'm trying to explain to you. That's why I didn't really call you Yeah, back yeah, Amy, we haven't talked. We haven't talked. You know, I don't understand, Amy. Amy, please, please, don't take it personally. I'm just telling you. My operation is just way... You're talking about where you are. Amy, please. Okay, I can't understand anything you're saying to me. I say pack your bags and move to Richmond. That's what I said. Yeah, that's not an option for me. If you came over here, I can help you get better results. Yeah, I considered coming out there, Amy, but you didn't. You didn't well, want to talk on personal level. You didn't want to talk. You didn't want. Amy, please let me speak. Okay, come on. You didn't. You didn't want to talk on a personal level. I considered coming out there because uh, the problems you're going to run into out there, I have some of the solutions for for the town itself, which the mayor may be interested in. But I didn't want to impose or anything. And you've made some progress out there, but. Uh, no, it might be good to to join up, but there's a timetable behind all of this. I, I think everybody on the call realizes things are changing even as we speak. If anyone's watching the news, there's a heck of a lot, a lot of chaos and mayhem being artificially created out there, and there's right. a purpose behind all of it. Yeah, uh, yeah there's a revolution brewing, and uh, it's kind of like a Joker Batman movie come to life. The people on the other side, they aren't waiting, you know. And they've got their own timetable and agenda, and the people have to have their own uh, timetable and agenda, too. So maybe by so the maybe end of this year, year, things will be drastically different. Well, you and Amy should be interacting so you can make as much ground and then set the example for all of us so we know what to do. Um, perhaps I can... Uh, Derek, do you mind if I give out my website, which has maybe some information some people might be interested in on the call? That's fine. Okay. It is. Uh, it has some uh, solutions for some of the problems that face humanity, uh, including the economic system, et cetera, et cetera, because obviously capitalism isn't doing it for too many people these days. Uh, the website is called Solutions, S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-S, Solutions for, F-O-R-A-L-L, Solutions for All, dot Zoho site. Z-O-H-O-S-I-T-E-S, ZohoSites.com. And really, from what I've seen, uh, the person who was talking about people being paid and whatnot to be to take part in this stuff is exactly true. As long as you have money uh, and you have people that don't have money, as long as capitalism is around, uh, you're going to have this kind of stuff going, going on because uh-huh. capitalism, because capitalism is, based on, is based on... Taking advantage, Taking advantage of, people. of people. And that's what this gang stalking is. It's bullying on steroids times a thousand. And the corporations are involved, of course, and the government as well, et cetera, et cetera. So the economic system probably has to change as well at the same time for this to disappear. 
on a mass basis on everywhere around the world, wherever it is in this, and for democracy really to flourish in a true fashion. Um, Could you repeat your website one more time, please? Um, It is, uh, Derek, I'll just repeat it, if you don't mind. It is the solutions, the word solutions, S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-S, solutions for, F-O-R, A-L-L, solutions for all, dot zoho z o h o sites s i t e s zoho sites dot com so it is solutions for all dot zoho sites dot com and all words no numbers I would just like to interject something real quick, please. Um, I think that depending on different councils and different um, people higher up, I think it depends a lot on what the agendas are that are going on. And... uh, who is involved with who and what. I'm having a hard time because I can't even hardly breathe today. Um, I'm trying to put this in such a way that it doesn't get me into too much trouble. Um, the, The cities have their own way of running things, and it is all interconnected in many ways with many people in its very political situation. And I'm finding this out as I try to tear into the whole thing. Um, I am blown away at who is connected to who and who is doing what. And I am kind of backing off right now because of it. I think you all know what I'm talking about pretty much, um, but that is a reality that we're up against. So I don't know how we will penetrate every city unless you have the initial um, laws in place. Well... Um. All we have to do is start, basically. Uh, you know, all we have to do is start. The thing is, um, uh, Amy has gotten uh, to, off to a good start, and hopefully we can get, you know, at least, you know, one other city to uh, to continue, continue on that path. Um, uh, so, you know, so that everyone could start to... Uh, you know, to to find relief, to start to get relief. You know, if if one city, just a minute, if one starts, if city picks up this um, this cause, then that will pave the way for the other cities to join. Uh, and as I said, people follow precedent. You know, if other cities are doing it, then right. they would not be object. They would not object to doing it themselves. Usually, especially when we're talking about protecting someone's rights. You know, so it's a it's a win for everybody. 
Derek, yeah. I would like for the targeted individual to come here when I get this parade set up. When I get this this event in our auditorium set up, I'm gonna have all of these speakers. I'm gonna try to get Eleanor White. I'm gonna try to get all these different people. Um, what's her name up in Sacramento? Um, the other lady. Um, I'm talking about Cheryl I'm, Wells. Cheryl Wells, yeah. I want to get her and all the pioneers, all the people paved that way, was try- and the the people, the pioneers of, of the mind control. I want to get them out to speak and have the city officials there and the police, the county, the, the psychiatrists. I want to have all the people that run the city there at this event. That's my next phase. So be prepared, and we're going to have targeted individual booths. We're going to be showing, giving people an illustration how this technology works. We're going to be selling T-shirts. We're going to be fundraising at this event. So prepare for this event. It don't matter who, what the design is. We just want the front to say targeted individuals. And, and, some, and we're, going to, we're going to have Javanka help support this movement because we're going to ask her to endorse this T-shirt with her signature on it as a sig- and the other city officials and the mayor. And that's what is going to make this T-shirt be a special T-shirt. And once this T-shirt uh, gets signed, that is a T-shirt that I want to use as an anchor or a platform for you all to take to your city officials and tell them you're getting ready to create a, a T-shirt like this in your state, and you want their signature on like this targeted individual Amy did in the city of Richmond. And the reason why you want to do that, because if you know anything about psychology, and we should because of what we've been through, we're on a higher degree of life and science than the world. And y'all got to uh, pat ourselves on the back regardless if we went through the torture. We uh, stand the test of time. Um, if you are a spiritual person, you know that book of Revelation said that God was going to pardon the sea. This, that's a symbolic term of what we're about to experience. God is parting the sea of faith by giving us a favor because we cannot get no favor from Pharaoh. Pharaoh is your United States government. The United States government is a part of this, is, is running this operation. They will not give us any relief. Uh, uh, God told us to go like Jesus did through the ghettos and through the inner cities and at the local level of the government to get the help because we weren't going to get it at the highest level because they're too proud and they are the, they the problem. So God told me that we weren't going to get it there. So I had to go at the bottom rail. The bottom rail of the government is your city officials. If you can get their attention, then that's where your power is going to be. And this is why I walked it by faith and not by sight for four years. And so what I'm saying to you, you got to do the same thing. You got to go, if you're a spiritual person and you say you are, even if you're not, or you have some type of spiritual powers within yourself, I should say you should go look at the time period of what we are in now and then what time period is 
in the book of Revelation, and you'll know that we line up with wherever it is in the book where, where God part in the Red Sea and, and showed us favor. And, and we got to sail across the boat because uh, if we don't, we're going to drown. So what's going to carry us across the board? Let me finish this scenario so you can understand where I'm going so you can get the I vision of what I you got to do. Okay, so this is my scenario. Is Javonda is the boat to carry us across and the, and the mayor and people like that. Because, see, once you get one, like Derek was saying, one uh, group of people that city officials, you then begin to get others aboard. So then you, it's like we drop seeds, and now we already went to the people. So now once you let them know, okay, this lady got the people over here helping us, what's wrong with you helping me? If you say you're a city official, you're supposed to help me. You know, uh, uh, can I get the city official to call you and, and, and ask you uh, to support, encourage you to help us? So these are the things that which you need to be thinking on the lines of that when it get time. How about um, maybe if the when the TIs move to your city, um, is there any way to network so that maybe TIs can maybe share the same um, a house or something like that, or have, do you have like a housing temporary <clears throat> housing set up for the TIs who move in? No, if you have an income and you got an idea, and you pre plan anything, and you on the internet, and you do a realistic interest and you prepare yourself, you housing for you, but it would be one of those things that I would want to suggest one of those safe houses where. Everybody go their own way. If you you would have to, I would love to have a, help develop a safe house here for targeted individuals to work with me with the city officials to lobby at, at the at the capital of, of of California from there to different capitals. You know, so I'm into dealing with the legislative overall after we deal with the city officials because we are looking for the city officials to be our bridge to the government and ask them why they're doing it to us and that we want them to shut the technology Amen. off and they have no suspicion or doubt that the government is doing this to us. That's why I'm getting ready to use a lot of money to support the Javonka. Okay, I have a question again. I passed a video on to Derek. I think you should see it's regarding Berkeley and the surrounding areas. One of the uh, uh, scientific investigators you might have at your forum would be wonderful. Her name is Loretta Moret, M-O-R-E-T. She is in the video. The video is mentioned in today's newsletter. And it's uh, on Jade uh, targeted individuals. Uh, the pacification of the public, all the things that affect us. I really advise you to but really, I think, add some more dimension to what you've done, which I think is absolutely wonderful and inspirational. And uh, I would love to talk with you personally after you've seen it, because it does involve Janet Napolitano, who is now the uh, president of California Berkeley. She went from the Department of Homeland Security to the head of California, uh, Cal Berkeley. And uh, 
uh, doctor, uh, excuse me, they have a program that they're brainwashing the students, giving them cop toys, they call them cop toys, to go around, keep people in the head. And I think you should read that. It's going on big time in your area. And um, I think we all should uh, see that video. It's mentioned in the newsletter. To get an idea of what they are when I've been shot in the head every time I go out of here. And uh, okay. it's very scary. Okay. Uh, so I just say I'm, I can't even hardly breathe anymore. Uh, that's my situation, and I'm really scared about it. I spent the night in the hospital the other night. Yeah. I should apply for a job today, and this uh, guy walks by with a can or something, and it infiltrates where I'm sitting in the business. Uh, and I, yeah, I even hired a kid to sit in the car while I went and did my errands today. That's how bad it is. Not to mention the rest. Am I muted? Hello? Uh, hello, who's there? Yeah, hello. Oh, Derek, it's Melinda. Did anybody hear? I told him about the video I to you, and I think Amy should see it. Okay. Did, did yeah, you hear I, me? Yeah, it was, I, I posted it in the newsletter. It's so vital because that's when we get shot in the head, that's what they're doing. They're being trained, and they're being given. The students at Cal Berkeley, they're calling them cop toys. C-O-P-T-O-Y, and they just shoot in the head. And I've gotten okay. shot about five times in the last five days, and it's all from uh, mm-hmm. this Janet Napolitano from the Department of Homeland Security. And I think Amy should be there because it's her area. <laughs> I guess nobody can hear me. I don't know. We hear you. Yeah, we hear you. You're just being perpetrated. And it's, you, nobody talks and you think you're on mute. So, okay, thank you. Thanks for sharing, Melinda. You're welcome, Neil. Thank you for everything. Okay, we have a lot of noise. If you're not speaking at the present moment, could you start six? That might cut down on some of the noise. Could you start six? And then if you'd like to speak, you have a comment, star six again. Okay, thanks, everyone. Um, this is Kumar again. Is anyone speaking, or can I go ahead and speak, Derek? Yeah. Um, the real, one of the problems here and I'm not sure anyone has brought it up before. Um, people have said, turn off the technology, disconnect from the satellites, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know that anyone has actually been able to do that on a practical basis. This technology, from my limited understanding of it, but coming from a science background and reading some of the scientific papers, this technology is impossible to turn off or completely remove from the human body. You really can't verify that it's all gone, for one thing. And they are so far ahead with this technology, with these underground labs and whatnot, they've been doing it for so long that even if you get a court order to turn it off, 
how in the world are you going to hold them accountable to that? Well, I, mean, I don't think you're going to hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just one second. Kamar, Kamar, you, if they can turn that. it off and on, if they can turn it off and on with the flick of a switch. Kamar, before we get into that, um, we're, you're taking us away from our topic. Could you uh, mm-hmm. could you hold on to that? Uh, we have about maybe 20 minutes or more left until uh, we can switch to general topics and we can explore all those types of things. But uh, we like to give people an opportunity who have not maybe have not had a chance to speak. Uh, at this time, if you would like to uh, to network with someone in your area, if you're feeling isolated, uh, now is the time to start in on your phone to be recognized and perhaps link up with some people here. Well, I no. would like to. Oh. Go ahead. Oh, hi. I would like to um, network with people who are moving to um, Richmond or who have already moved to Richmond, and um, yeah, if there is a, any way to contact these people. I guess it's not. <laughs> One thing I mentioned before was if there's any graphics artists out there, uh, design a bumper sticker that says TI and shows waves going to a body with the big letters TI on each side of an oval sticker, like the the international stickers you see from uh, other countries on people's cars. Um, just so that if we're out and about and we all had those stickers on our cars, we would see somebody else and know what it meant, and then we could be interacting. Good idea. Uh, they could make them vinyl magnets or, or somewhat, something else, and we, we could put that on our vehicles also, like how the truckers have on their trailers and stuff. Yeah. I've looked into bumper stickers because I thought SOS, Stop Organized Stocking, and then maybe you know give some suggestions for sites to contact. They're only they're about a dollar a piece, which I don't think is prohibitive, you know. And and Neil, I can talk to you about that. They will. And I have a friend who is an, a graphic artist. Um, oh, that's so, great. Yeah, that's great. SOS is a really good idea too. And I think we, so. we and, can and, make universal symbols. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think the waves going through a, a, a person is a great idea to add on that. But um, but if, if they have SOS stop organized stocking running, you know, a lot of them people are going to see it and think, whoa, now I I identify because I think the organized stocking is pretty much where most of us start out with. We start noticing that we're being followed and you know, that sort of thing. And I think a lot of people would identify with that issue, don't you? Oh yeah, big time. Uh, street theaters, hardcore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to make something clear about uh, the people playing two sides. That um, although we probably heard it before, it doesn't absorb in. So you've got to really tell yourself that there's people out there that are pretending, pretending. but 
to put out the fire when they're really the ones starting the fire, but they will actually put out the fire also. So you have to, you really have to think just because somebody's being, I'm not talking about people on the, on the this line. I'm talking about people in public. That yeah, just because yeah. they're because the ones they're coming the one to your rescue doesn't, rescue doesn't mean that they're not also the ones attacking you or having you attack. Okay, so about the noise. Um, okay, I did I did click the mute all, but I don't know how many of you guys are still there. I'm here. Okay, as long as I'm uh, as long as I'm not muted, I want to bring up something else. Which oh, maybe I am muted. No, am I muted? Can you hear me? Okay. Um, let's see. I guess everyone else is muted. Um, at this time, I'm not sure why you're unmuted, but uh, am I? Else is muted. Are you talking to me, Derek? Yeah. Uh. Well. Uh, you're unmuted. I'm oh, not sure. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why. But okay. Um, may I bring up one issue, which is because I think this is so important. Um, first of all, I want to say that I think I I think um, networking is fabulous because when I talk to people on the phone, when we network back and forth and discuss how we're feeling, what's going on, it really lifts me, and it seems to lift them to get us out of that fear level. You know, we feel kind of some strength from each other. It's so important to network. I don't know if you're just talking about getting together with groups, but also just, you know, really reaching out to each other is really helpful to me and the people I've talked to. But I also want to say something else. There was a a court decision, the appellate court, a federal appellate court, determined two days ago that the mass mass gathering of surveillance on the part of NSA is illegal and it does um, violate our constitutional rights. They also specifically addressed Section 215 of the Patriot Act as being the main, the main illegal, being what is given rise to the, to the main illegal activity. That is now coming up on, on the floor of Congress on June 1 for a repeal and I've contacted my Congress people so many times to to urge them to vote for the repeal. And if we all do that, it might help because this is this is the first time we've had an absolute federal court hands down say what the NSA is doing is illegal. The mass surveillance or the books book gathering of data is pretty much what we're all subjected to, and that's now determined illegal. How cool is that? <laughs> 
I'm very excited. I just wanted to share that. <clears throat> I think I think it may be the beginning of turning That's something good towards, news. Isn't it good news? Yeah. Yes. First time. You know, first time and the 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 Patriot Act has been has been opposed by the courts and and the ACLU is is the group that filed the lawsuit and they won. God, they won. It's fabulous. So, I think there's I think this whole that this is I think some kind of a turning point how much the the, the military industrial complex will fight this. We don't know. I'm sure they will. I think some of the mayhem out there that is being created right now is in response to this. It, you know, people creating, not wanting this to, or want, the people that are making money off of this certainly don't want the NSA to stop doing this. But you know what? It's been determined it's illegal. They're going to have to do it. And a federal court did that. There is something that's going to have to happen here. That's good. Yeah. Another thing that's happened is apparently there's a <clears throat> a secret police that are posing yes. as police officers yes. and they're connected to the Freemasons. Yes, they were and, arrested. And that's right, they were arrested, and this is a nationwide network, so this isn't a piece of the exposure we're looking for big time. Yes, and I, you know the fact that this happened right on the heels of the of this of the NSA's activities being deemed illegal. I think there's real meaning there. 33 states they were operating in. My God, you know? I yeah, mean, and they they said we yeah, were here first. <laughs> they said what? Well, how do you guys know? How do you guys know what side they're on? That's the problem. You really don't. What? What? Well, they're not on our know. side. What are do you, you mean? Sure? What do you mean, Corey? I'm just. I'm not saying they are on your side or not. I'm just saying, how do you know? Because. If if the motivation from the top is they want to arrest those people, it could be the opposite of what you think. So it didn't come you know. from the top. The motivation was not from the top. They were they were arrested locally in Los Angeles by LAPD. So okay, but let me. I'm not going to uh, make any definitive one way uh, one mold statements or anything. But the 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 whole structure is a criminal organization. So whoever is motivated to get some people out of the way may not be exactly the people that's on your side. Oh, I mean, Corey, that's this a is good, good point, though. Corey, I, this is good news. This is, you know, it was this whole thing is oh, it's beginning. It's be, people are getting arrested. It's illegal. The NSA is doing something illegal. They've got big pockets. If we can deep pockets, if we can prove damage created by the NSA's illegal activities, can you imagine? I mean, that's a big ticket item. I don't think they want to mess with that, frankly. Yeah, I remember Maryland threatened to turn off the NSA's power and water. Did <laughs> they actually do it? No, they didn't, Corey. And I do appreciate your perspective because it's double dirty, like you're saying. I mean, we're we're looking at an antagonized revolution right around the corner. Okay, well, let me explain something. What I've noticed is that there's this game that goes back and forth. And it's, it happened, one of the best examples of when they were going through the debt crisis. And you would see all this positioning and posturing 
you know, Bonner, uh, you know, threatens to to stop the dead and blah, 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 and then Mitch McConnell does this and that. And, and it's all – but when it finally comes down to it, and they did the same thing when it comes to a Homeland Security bill. But it's not – and, and, and it's the same thing when John McCain did it. All, did John it all. McCain does it all the time. He's not going to vote for a guy to be, you know, secretary of something. He, he's going to go against it. And then when it all comes down to it, they don't actually do what they said they were going to do. They actually let the debt get uh, debt ceiling be raised higher. That's so, well, that's not the federal court making a decision about illegal activity. Those are two separate issues. Totally. This has already been determined illegal. That's the, the one thing we might have on our. The one thing we might have on our side is just that if LAPD felt threatened enough to want to bring attention to that, that that would start to expose a network, and so it may be a, a true act. I think it is. I, I think this is a, the fact that it came right on the heels of that decision by the federal court. That's a federal court it's a, it's a legal. It's a it's a decision. It's not something, it's not something the, the Congress can take back, or the that has anything to do with maneuvering in Congress. It's a done. Well, deal. what I'm it's trying to say deal. is, I, I think you're, I, I think you're maybe not exactly getting my point. My point is actually, okay, let's let's use an example of Bluffdale, Utah. Bluffdale is is threatening to turn off the water of the NSA. That doesn't matter what they're threatening. The bottom line is, will they turn off the water? Did they turn off the water or not? You know, that's the point. If they end up turning off the water, then you know where we stand. If they don't turn it off, it doesn't matter how many times they said they might turn it off. That doesn't matter. That's my point. Well, and let me ask you something. How does that apply with a legal decision that has been made? That creates an enforceable law for us to now be able to protect ourselves. I'm not sure what side anybody's on, so I can't determine anything until I know what side they're on. And since I'm not close in with them, I probably will never know whose side mm -hmm. is on. So just like if they say, we arrested this guy or this guy, you don't know if they arrested a good guy or a bad guy. All right. I mean, if LAD, if LAPD was involved in drugs and sex trafficking or something like that, and this Freemason group was competition and they could get them out of the picture, certainly, you know, that would be a motive for it to do that. But nonetheless, it's still exposing that the Freemasons have their own police society. They thought they did. It's not legal. It's not legal. Back in 2003, I... When I was first being targeted this way electronically, I Googled uh, sound weapons because I knew it had to do with acoustics. And I found the one website that was helpful at that time. And uh, he's not on there anymore, but he had a 50-page thing. I printed it out, tried to give it to the police. He put handcuffs on him. But he called it Ultrasonic America's Secret Police. And he talked about the arsenal that they had taken him through, and he had seen it all. 
And the people who were using it against him, he knew it was a sheriff and his uh, son and that sort of thing. It sounded so familiar to exactly what was going on with me. So it's interesting now that I'm hearing about this secret police thing going on. Second thing, the only thing else I wanted to say is that, uh, Neil, I do graphic artwork. If you could send me some kind of wrestling, it's better for you to do it by mail if you can. Uh, Derek has my address. And it's Lonnie in Washington State. And uh, I, okay. I can do anything and then mail it to you. That way works best for me. So, okay. Rough, um, you know, can, can you take note of that, Derek? It would be really great if we had bumper stickers. We can get them all over the world. Yes. Okay, yeah, a bumper sticker campaign would be good. Okay. As long as we're on the phone talking about it, let me ask you something. What should we put on? Who should we put on there for them to contact, or should we? Well, I think we should. What do you think, Derek? I think, okay. Um, okay, what was the suggestion? Should Should we put our website on the sticker? What I'm picturing is an oval sticker. It has about a quarter-inch wide black border around the perimeter, and then white is the background in the center of the oval. There's a T, and then there's a person in the middle, and there's an I. And if we were to put w.freedomfchs.com in the border down below, uh, you know, in white letters, and then up at the top in the quarter-inch border, put targeted individual. That's what I picture. And I think you should stop organized stocking SOS. I don't know. And that's excellent. There's no question about it. It's it's Which, bright. Maybe if we could put maybe if we could put the FFCHS um, in on the site on on both of those. You know, I think I can get. I know that you can get um, bumper stickers like within days. Um, right. Yeah, it's up. doable. It's yeah. totally doable. And, and it would. And, yeah. Go ahead. SOS is good because people are going to go, what is that for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when, when they see stop organized stocking, you know, it, I mean, it's an alert. SOS is, is in a familiar alert to everybody, you know, um, and stop organized stocking. And if we put the FFCHS site on there, whoa, I think that would, I think we get a lot of, of uh, attention. I just didn't know quite what to put on it, so I didn't do it yet. So what's your input on that, Derek? Is it okay to put the website at the, the on the sticker? Um, absolutely. We probably need um a graphic designer to kind of uh format it. Yeah. And we got uh, two. Something we have two. We have two. This is gonna happen now. And good. I'm so glad. Oh good. Me too. So just do your part to get the SOS one done. Yes. And I'll connect with uh, Lonnie. Good. Uh, yes. And, and we'll do the TI one. Good. And Derek, I will submit it to you the 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 mock up or whatever it is that they do for you for you know um, for this. I will submit it to you for your approval. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would need to say a place. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. I will do that. Oh, good. I've been wanting to do this for months. I just didn't know quite how where to go with it. Great. Okay. Whew. That makes me happy. <laughs> me too. Good. Good. 
because I think it'll be powerful. It'll be subtle, but inquisitive people will go, what's that? Yes. And Those people, are the ones. Yeah. And people who identify with, with either either of the bumper stickers will know real fast what we're talking about, don't you think? Yeah, if you got t- an oval TI sticker on one side and an oval SOS on the other, it's pretty significant enough for inquisitive people and all of us who would know to, when we see those symbols, that's another person who's saying this is happening to me too. Yeah, yeah. So it's do multi-purpose. You, do you think it, was, it should both be on one bumper sticker or two different bumper stickers? No, no, yeah, no, two different bumper yeah. stickers. good. Good. And I, I just think that oval gets more attention than rectangle. Yeah, probably. Probably. I don't know. I don't know that it would fit the letters, but it would fit your design. You know, I think I would do the rectangle, but whatever. I will well, submit it to Derek. SOS, yeah. if you made the O bigger in the center and then put a person in it, and I, I don't know how detailed the graphics could get. It sure be nice if you could show somebody pointing a cell phone at somebody and them, you know, trying to shield it off. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know. I think that sometimes I think simple is better. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're you're right. <laughs> I'm not a graphics artist, okay? And then we could have chemtrails in the top and then we could... Right, exactly. <laughs> It'll be... Those are $10 a piece, but they exactly. tell the whole story. <laughs> it's a really big bumper sticker, but... You know. Right. You just put it over your whole back window. Yeah, really. Yeah. Well, the thing is, um, so as not to um, incite confusion with um, SOS and then Freedom FCHS, um, so it has to be designed in some way that uh, that freedom, that the group is someone that is uh, helping. Yes. So. Well, uh we could put contact. We could put SOS Stop gangs talking. Contact FFCHS. You think for help? That gets the point across. Yeah, I think so. It would show that there's a group that's doing something about it. Yeah, and, and it'll be a serious. small percentage that'll be inquisitive enough to actually yeah. stop and look and go, "Oh, write that down." Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there may be people out there that are in harm's way that don't know about us that will find us that way too. Exactly. Exactly. I, I think probably so. That would. I think it, this could reach all kinds of different levels of you know what we're up against and help people. Okay. The, the bumper stickers are um, are are in line with this topic of um, of networking. Uh, it's a good way. It's a good form of outreach, uh, letting people know about our issues. You know the bumper stickers. Uh, plus. Um, they're great for um, for marketing, uh, paraphernalia, uh, promotional items, and uh, the the uh, the wristband wristbands that we give away are great for that. Um, we do need to uh, kind of work on a few other promotional items, and bumper stickers are good, and uh, we could use a few other ideas uh, as well. Uh, but these these types of things, you know, people enjoy uh, displaying or wearing and things like that. And um, so it's a good idea. Uh, and we could use a few other items that we could uh, that we could give away uh, as part of you know spreading as part of um, of uh, you know getting our met- outreaching you know getting our message to the public. 
yeah. and officials, and et cetera. All the other. I used to work in, in the promotional field for a very short period of time, but in promotional products. And I think I might still have connections. I don't know, but I'll check it out. See what, what uh, we can get to the catalog of, of different items or whatever we need. And the, the other thing was the wristbands that I mentioned, and the company didn't get back to me, but it's got a little dot on it that's normally green, but when you have radiation pointed at you, it's red. And this would be an easy way to walk up to somebody and be polite but firm <laughs> and say, look, this is showing an unsafe level of radiation that may be coming off your phone. Whoa. And, and if they're a perp, you'll see that they're being politely confronted. Ah. And if they're, if they're innocent... Uh, you see that kind of innocence. That's my experience anyway, because I am rather confronting uh, with people with their phones. Yeah. Well, yes. probably people that, that were innocent would be concerned. You know? Hey, Mary, uh, Mary just uh, texted me. I just wanted to um, address her for a minute. Um, I tried unmuting Connecticut uh, a while back, and just tons of noise uh, came through the line. Um, let's see. Uh, I'll try again. But you might have to, like, call back in, uh, Mary, if there's too much noise. Okay, uh, I just want to say that uh, we're a couple hours into our, our podcast, and uh, and at this time we could uh, go ahead and open the, the call to general topics. And um, although, uh, if you would still not like to network with others here, you're free to do so. Well, if the California callers... Uh you know, should get, all get together as far as even if it's a phone conference. Oh, the the California. I'm California. That's I would like that too. Yeah, we should have a one California. I mean, and I'm not excluding anybody else that wants to join. You know, but yeah. have a, a a California conference call. Oh. Good idea. Um, not every day. I'm just saying we should have at least, you know, one to yeah. have everybody together. There are a lot of us here. Yeah, because I think some of, cause some of us get together at night and have a conference call, but I don't know if other people know about it, and I don't think they come. I don't know about it, and I'm in California. I think maybe I do. Maybe I do. Maybe I, I didn't remember. Shelly oh. told me something about it, I think. You should give out your PIN number, Corey, and maybe schedule a call and see what kind of a show up you get. Well, actually, um, I'm going to have one after this call. Okay. What do you think? So, okay, uh, okay, Corey, that's fine. Also, um, Joe has mentioned earlier he'll be opening afterwards. Um, but, you're, you know, if you want to give your number, I mean, your um and uh, your call ID, that's fine. 
Okay, yeah, what we could do is um, anybody who comes tonight, we could figure something out if people have ideas, but it's 132349. So I'll, I'll have it open after uh, Derek's. What, what time do you think it's going to close it, Derek, this call? Ten, oh, seven. it's a couple hours away. About it's two and a half hours from now. Okay. One three two three four nine. Okay, thanks. Uh, you can and, and, and like I said, anybody can come. Okay. We'll just have we'll just talk about you know the California situation. Okay. Also. When we get closer to the uh, to the wind up call, you can reannounce it. Okay. okay. Thank you, Dara. You know, what I envision um, that I think is really important, the bumper stickers and the bracelets, you know how when you see a pink bracelet, you automatically think of breast cancer? Yes. It would be awesome if we could correlate the bumper stickers somehow with the bracelets so that, you know, if you're out getting groceries, um, you know, when you have the bracelet on, you know, you can hook up with people that way. Can you hear me? Yeah, that's a good idea. You know, like if you did, you know, the spray microwaves, kind of like what you see on the computer when you pick up Wi-Fi, only just turn it on its side. And maybe that could be our linking symbol. Um, Something Something that that stands out, but that we could wear like all the time. So something not gaudy. So that we could wear it all the time, you know. Oh, these aren't yeah. green. Like me, something lime green. <laughs> you uh, know, because depending on what you're wearing, you can't always wear a lime green bracelet. You know, purple. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Yeah. The, the the one the color of the ribbon that I see for targeted individuals. On Facebook, I don't know how universal this is, but it seems to be because other countries also seem to use this blue ribbon and and, and just a a pretty non-specific blue. It's not greenish blue. It's not. It's just blue blue. I, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, go with there so that we're universal. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea too. Especially if if there is no you know disease that's hooked up with that color. In the United States, I don't know of any. I don't know of any. Excuse me. I was wondering about this SOS because I don't. Uh, nobody probably would be aware of it except the people in the Central New York area. But SOS is a logo that's already being used by the Syracuse Orthopedic Specialist, and sometimes people end up in lawsuits. Because they already they try to use a logo, it's usually stores that this happens to, but they're using a logo that somebody else already had. Well, so I don't I, know if that was a pro, would be a legal problem or not. SOS is so has been used for so many years as a sign of alerts, like when ships or whatever out, they would do the SOS thing. You know, at the SOS has pretty much universally been used as a as a, a, a you know warning. emergency warning alert, you know. Help. Yeah. Um, I, I think that that they'd have a lot of trouble um, 
putting putting something on using SOS? You know, uh, if if you know, we can use any combination of letters. I mean, that's not something that that people have a monopoly on. It's a logo, a design, or something. That's right. what we have to be careful of. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And it's the color that will stand out. It's got to be a unique color somehow. <laughs> somehow. I want, I want to mention something. This is Roseanne, Northern California. Hi, Roseanne. I, uh, I, I actually made bumper stickers, two of them. They were lime green, like fluorescent lime green. And my car had been destroyed uh, visibly. And I put on the bumper stickers, um, this car was destroyed because I reported crime in Sonoma County. And on the other bumper sticker, I put, I am being targeted. Okay, I got a lot of attention. Other targets actually came up to me in parking lots. People, I would come out from shopping and find people reading the bumper stickers. Uh, another thing that happened was that I was no longer followed by perpetrators huh. because I was stating that I wasn't a criminal. I had reported criminals, mm-hmm. and that's why I was being targeted. So the organization really didn't want the perpetrators to be reading that by following me. So that all stopped. That's a good point. Right, but that all stopped. And actually, um, (laughs) who is it, Uh, uh, White uh, up in Canada, would wear signs saying, I'm targeted for this reason, and and perpetrators would stay away from her because she was explaining that she wasn't a criminal that she was being targeted innocently. And they don't want the perpetrators to see that, right, because they're trying to write you off as a criminal. Anyways, um, I was getting a lot of attention, and then finally someone who's an operative, I'm pretty sure, came up and said, you should really take those bumper stickers off. And Uh I looked at them, and I said, why? I said, I'm trying to alert the community um, about this targeting. It's it's really very vicious and unfair. And he said, well, this really isn't a good time to be going up against the government. And he oh, just, brother. He, yeah, he gave me this look like that would kill. Right? He gave yeah, me this look ignore like, that, dude. Take it yeah. off or you're in trouble. Yeah, tell him, uh, well, yeah, 10 years from now is a real good time for you, you know? <laughs> right well, now is a I good time for take, me. Yeah, you did. I, I, I want to finish my story, yeah, and I don't want to dissuade anybody because I think it's a really good idea. Obviously, I did it. Um, I I didn't take them off. And the following day, I was, I was driving. Um, I was hit by something. Uh, I don't know how they did it. The car came to a stop um, in the middle of the road. Everything was fried inside. Um, And 
it was so expensive to fix it all that I stopped trying to fix the car and haven't driven since because it it really scared me at the same time. I also had uh, tires shot out. I don't know if this this must have been directed energy. Um, I was going 50 miles an hour and got a instant blowout. And uh, I had the car towed. Of course, I had AAA because I'm a target, and I was always being messed with. And so I I had the car towed to uh, a tire shop nearby that I knew about. And the guys there said, they took the tire off, and they said, this is vandalism. They said, this tire has been destroyed by someone, and you should go to the police. Uh, there is no way that this kind of damage could have been done on the road because there were basically three uh, holes in the side of the tire. <laughs> and I actually went to the police, and I went to my mechanic. I went to three people once I replaced that tire, and I got signed statements about it. And I made a police report, and they all said the same thing. They all said that this was a malicious act, that this could not have occurred uh, naturally on the road because there were three huge gashes in the side of the tire, not where it contacts the ground. And so that was really actually a good thing to happen because it, it, I, I got a lot of support and proof about actually being attacked from that situation. But, you know, so I'm just mentioning this because if you're effective with your bumper stickers, they might freak out and, and you know, mess with your car. They might, you know, just think, well, we can't have this kind of publicity which is what I think they were trying to do to me because I was getting attention. You know, I had a target come up to me, and and I came out from shopping, and this woman was reading the bumper stickers, and she said, oh, my God, she says, I'm going through the same thing. She says, they're taking my home, they're leaving garbage all over my lawn, and I said, yep, you're targeted. (laughs) You know, and we went and we had a cup of coffee, and she was a target. And, and, um, you know, they were all watching that. I was never able to get in touch with her again, right? They were all watching that, of course, because I'm watched every every moment of every day um, and realized that, oh, my God, the bumper stickers are working. Get the car off the road. First, I was given a warning. First, I was given a warning by an operative who said, get them, get the bumper stickers off your car. This is not a good time to be messing with the government. And he actually said that. What did they say? What did who say? What did the bumper stickers say? Uh, It said, um, okay, one of them, well, the car had been dented. The back window blew out on the freeway. Uh, All uh, chemicals had been thrown at the car so that the clear coat had all been um, taken off in weird patterns, nothing that's normal. The mirror, a side mirror, 
was missing, uh, you know, so there's a lot of damage that you could see on the car. And one of the bumper stickers said, um, I reported crime in Sonoma County, and this is what happened to my car. That was one of them. Wow. And the other, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, my name, I'm in a small town, you know, everybody was looking at this like, damn, <laughs> you know. And um, I think the other one said um, something like, um, stop retaliation. No, stop whistleblower retaliation. And these were like, I got lime green day glow. <laughs> and I got... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I you know, I I I got um lettering uh what do you call them uh um stencils. And you know, big black bold. You could not miss this. <laughs> you know, I was not fooling around. I was really sick of being followed all over town and I was really sick of everybody destroying my car. I mean, I was coming out from grocery stores, and there'd be dead roses on my car, you know, yeah. or I'd have yeah. a flat. Have a flat. Like, 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 what? What? Yeah, you know, normal stuff. No. Um, so, you know, I think bumper stickers are a great idea, but I really felt like I should tell you my story. Thank you. Um, because you need to be alert. If you're being um, public with that kind of thing, um, there might be retaliation. They might try to get you off the road, especially if it's successful, because, of course, they don't want any of this to get out to the general public. What they're yeah. doing. So, you know, you know what yeah. would be cool That's too? important you know to share that. Have... I'm glad you did. Yeah, yeah. Too. You know how they have those little barcode things that you can scan with the smartphone? Yeah. Yeah. We should put we one, should of, those put one of those on there, too. There too. <clears throat> well, I mean, as a symbol or? Yeah, what, so what? they could just scan it and then look it up when they get home. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. oh. That's a nice that's idea. A nice- you know, so I you know how people lose papers and they're not going to take the time to write it down and, you know? I like it, but I can also say this. I've had things like that done to my tires without having bumper stickers on it. Another thing is to staple, put a staple inside your inside the side of your tire and it slowly deflates. You know, they'll do that anyway. <laughs> I wouldn't worry too much about the fact that you have bumper oh, stickers break in my car and, and um, spray yeah. pesticides all over the inside of my car yeah. <laughs> while I was asleep. So I'd come out, you know, and try to get in the car and, oh, my God, you know, I just want to vomit immediately. You know, I've had all kinds of terrible things done. I live, um, in the, I live in the mountains. I just, you know, every road I take out of here is a windy mountain road. And mm-hmm. having my tires destroyed would not be cool. You have to be very, very careful on the road. Um, I was also, I'm I'm targeted. Now it's electronic harassment, but it used to be mainly chemicals. I think I was a um, lab rat for some kind of chemical experimentation. 
And I used to go out to the coast, and I'm in Northern California, and I used to go out to the coast and stand right at the water because they couldn't get west of me. And there would be a breeze, and I could breathe fresh air. And I actually had one guy jump into the water and release something. (laughs) <laughs> I know, it's I know, crazy. It's crazy. I, I, you know, I you couldn't know, believe, I couldn't it. believe um, it. I got a neck I got on neck on. Anyways, uh, the, the little windy roads on the coast, honestly, I've almost been murdered. Be very, very, very careful in the car. Oh, you want to, you need to drive like an old lady yeah. and you know, um, I like made the mistake. Well, I made the mistake of going up a hill to look out over the ocean, and it was a really small, windy road. And when I came down the hill, there was a man parked across the road around a blind corner with a cliff on the other side. So, you know, I, it's only because I was going five or ten miles an hour that I was able to stop and, and not be hurt. And then he took off like a bat out of hell um, the minute I stopped. And, you know, but that was really an attempt to run me off the road. And at that point, I would have died. This was a cliff. It was at least 150 feet. You know, so you just need to be careful in the car. I don't drive anymore because I I can't afford to keep fixing my car. It just went on for years and years. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to drive anymore. It's one less thing they have to break, you know. So our stickers really need to be subtle. That's a really good point. I don't know. Yeah. I I don't know. Um, I... How come Amy didn't get attacked? And I, I don't want to dismiss in any way your warning because I think it's a very important warning. It's just that I've been brutally attacked with cars, and I never did anything to talk about it. I mean, real serious car attacks, tons of flat tires. But I, I don't want to dismiss your warning in any way. It's just that I've... I've gotten all that, um, my car broken into, radio ripped out. Um, um. Well, one thing you could do is put the bumper sticker on and tell everybody in town that you know, I just put this bumper sticker on. Now, if my car gets destroyed, I want you to take notice. Yeah. You know, like, I have found that if I, a preemptive, information has really helped me um, to uh, deflect attacks. You know, it's like I will, I'm very vocal and I've done radio shows and I'm very vocal and my whole community knows what's going on, whether they believe it or not, you know, but I make sure that I tell everybody and because that way, it's kind of obvious if something happens to me, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know that this person who's saying they're being attacked um, suddenly disappears or gets really sick or 
um, you know, crashes in the middle of town or whatever. And I've always tried to be, like I say, preemptive. Information, when I felt the threat coming, coming, I would say, now I, I believe this is coming down the pike and I'd tell a few people and then they wouldn't do it. Because that would make me right. <laughs> that would make me, inc- you know, credible. Yeah. And, you know, so you might just tell everybody, look, I'm putting this bumper sticker on my car. I want you to be uh, aware of my safety because I am trying to expose something that is a bit dangerous. So um, I'm going to put this bumper sticker on my car and I want you to know if anything happens to my car or to me in my car, you know, might help. I don't know. But I think it's a very good idea. I got a lot of attention and I met all the targets. And, um, you know, another thing is that they were destroying my car to make me look like um, a derelict. Yeah. 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 So by putting... I mean, that's an effective thing to do. Yeah. Well, they've done all kinds of things like that. Yeah. You know, um, to make me look like I'm a derelict. Um, you know, right. all the all the little tricks trying to get rid of me, and uh, you know, make me look crazy and like I can't take care of myself. So by yeah. publicly stating that I reported crime and this is what happened to my car. It did away with all of that. Like, no, I'm not just a poor person who can't manage my life. This has been done to me because I reported crime in the neighborhood. And I made sure everybody knew that in the community, you know. And, um, you know, it's funny that you should say Freemasons. I was stalked for yeah. years by guys in trucks. <laughs> you know, nice nice Were they white pickup uh, trucks? <laughs> yep, that's my guys in trucks. Yeah. All kinds of laborers. You know. Hello. Just... Can I say something to add to that? Yeah, you have a valid point. You're exactly right. Because this is Willow, and this is what I experience because I'm surrounded by Mason. And with the Mason, when they're not doing that, they they usually have their kids or grandkids are harassing you also. Uh-huh. You know, so, it's, you know, really, so you're you're absolutely correct with them wanting to destroy your car or your your property or anything else. That's kind of what they do. And a lot of it is they do it indirectly also so that they look like they're the upstanding citizens that they're not. Well, actually, somebody told me that in the community. I I kind of figured it out because it was, uh, you know, everywhere I went, I was being followed by you know, plumbing trucks and electric trucks, and, you know, every... Teenagers every, in their vehicles. Yeah, and painters and, and gardeners and everybody. And um, I was on a local forum, and, you know, I was very vocal about this. And 
somebody said, well, you know, the Freemasons sort of take over where the police leave off. And now when you come home, because when I come home, my one neighbor where the kids hang out at, suddenly they're outside. I'm not even finished going into my driveway. My driveway. And then they're right on their left. I just love these perpetrators. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and they I don't know if you had experienced that in your uh, community there or not when you were, still had your car and things like that. So, uh, I was being stopped for many years, and, and it stopped. I started calling it out. You know, I... I, I uh, I, I took down all the information, and I, I publicly said, I'm taking down all the information, guys. You know, yeah, I, I made that I public. And, uh, you know, I went to a police meeting. <laughs> you know, we had a, a cop shoot a, a teenager in my county, and everybody was up in arms, and so they had a meet-the-police meeting, and I went. And I said, why am I being uh, followed by the police? And I found some good cops to talk to, you know, who said, really? Yeah. (laughs) You know, I said, I haven't been charged with anything. Yeah. They don't want to hear this. They don't want to hear the truth. Must be a Mason online, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, I am wondering about um, Amy, too. Does anybody know if her targeting's gotten worse or better since she did all this in Richmond? I'm not too far from Richmond. And I actually met Amy, and um, I'd like to reestablish contact with her um, and see if I can help with whatever she's doing. But... Um, does anybody know if what happened with her targeting after all this? I think she's still targeted. That, yeah. I heard that somewhere, um, and badly. But but didn't she say it was better? I I I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, that's interesting. Her 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 um, method might be a safer method that we should follow more, but I I still wouldn't discount the bumper stickers either. Like, I wouldn't not do it because of gang stalkers. But but I would still, I mean, it it sounds a little bit safer to take Amy's method and and expand to your city and, and try to get with her again so that you can expand what great work she's done. Okay, I got to move out of state then in order to do that. <laughs> well, I actually went to my county. When this all started for me, I actually went to my county supervisor, and he was helping me with it. He believed me. And uh, lo and behold, on my birthday, he was arrested for... Um, being out at 3 a.m. in his underwear, knocking on a neighbor's window. Oh, my. This was your Big, supervisor? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking 
know, because this is, she was arrested on my birthday. You know, could they have been that perfect? Um, with yeah, Hillary they could have. You're right, they could have. you got to remember, you got to really think better than a criminal because they're better than a criminal. But see, what they do is they expose themselves to us, not the way he did. <laughs> I don't mean it that way, but I mean, you you know, they, they seem to expose themselves because they really believe they're above the law. Yep. Okay, yep. so, and that's where they're making a mistake, you know, because <laughs> we all know that. Yep. And what was funny is when I was out one Sunday or whatever it was, I was over there in my, in town, okay, and not my town, I was like 20 miles away where everybody usually goes to do their big shopping and that, and there's malls there like JCPenney's and everything and Hobby Lobby, and I was just sitting there in the parking lot minding my own business, and you can tell the perpetrators, I mean, you have this big parking lot, and they have to come right next to you. Yep. Uh-huh. And they don't even pull in on the diagonal parking with the line. They just right. look they right, just on look right on in there. And I'm like, and I'm like okay, this, okay, is, this a is a perpetrator like the one we have on the line right now. And I went over there, and I knocked on her door window, and after I'm watching her fix her face and look like she's all nice and young looking because she was really elderly. And I have nothing against elderly. I'm elderly also. And I knock on her window and she finally rolls it down and I go, can I ask you what church you belong to? And she told me. And I go, oh, that explains it. And I turned around and I walked away and I went back to my car. She came out of that car and I'm getting ready to try to pull out you know, and she's got to walk in front of me when I'm trying to pull out. So, of course, I had to stop so I wouldn't run her over. And she got all upset. So you can always tell these perpetrators. You go right. up there and you mark down their license plates and they take off. You go over there and you ask them something like I did her. And she wanted to know why I asked her and all that stuff and everything. And then she started facing me in a parking lot. And she's calling the police saying, I'm the one chasing her. And there was another one you can tell is when they do something and you know they're a perpetrator. It's just so obvious. And you follow them. That's what they do to me. So I followed them. And and you're on a side street and they want to do 40 and 50 miles per hour trying to get away from you and shake you loose so that, you know, you can't follow them. Yeah, so they're easy to spot, and they're all Masons. Where I'm at, they're all Masons that are doing it somehow for their children. And I didn't catch on about that at first until this past summer when this lady who's like, I think it was Neil, somebody, no, uh, was it Corey, said something about where they play both sides. And... She, it's a woman, and she threatened me, and I needed to move, or I needed to play not the game, or and she, she does the same thing where she pretends she's oh she's so targeted, but yet 
she's harassing me and anybody else that she can harass and threaten. So, you know, that's correct. They're absolutely that way. And the man who was the mayor when I moved here 20-something years ago, I didn't know anything about this targeting. <laughs> Little old Masons. <laughs> and the old man mayor, and he got reelected after a couple other mayors, then he got reelected, and he was telling someone that those he was on his way to Walmart and they were going around in circles of him while he was at the Walmart parking lot trying to go in and go shopping. And he got to where he was carrying a rifle around with him. Well, that's the city I live in. We're, the state, we're, we're allowed to carry whatever we want. And he knew those teenagers that were bothering him were amazing <clears throat> family. family. Anyway, anyway, to make the story short, short, he ended up arresting him, and when he was in jail, he got beat to death. So we have to be careful how we present these stickers or anything else to try and get the word out, and it's always better that there's more than one or two of us when we're trying to do this, too. Well, you just have to make everybody in your circle aware of what you're doing at all times, everybody. Yeah. You know, I was very, I am very vocal in the community, and I pretty much exposed the whole thing through the local um, forum, internet forum, and, you know, finally the moderator of the forum wrote to me, and said, would you please stop this? And I I can only guess that he had pressure on him. You know, they were going to shut down his forum or whatever. They, You know, he was starting to have technical problems with the forum <laughs> and all this. And, and he says, you know, please, i got to ask you to stop this. Um, there's people complaining. And I said, okay, I said, I'm going to make one last uh, posting about gang stalking, and then I'm going to stop. And I did. And I entitled it my last post about gang stalking. And I said, to those who are following me, here's my address. If you have charges against me, if anything, if you know of any wrongdoing that I've done in my life, anything, please come to my door and tell me about it. Other than that, if I see you following me, you will be recorded. And I am going to get to the bottom of this, and you will be indicted. Because this is, this is against the Constitution. You know, sure is now. against the Constitution, and but you know, a lot of these people, and honestly, I've had about five perpetrators, uh, at least, kind of give me inside information and sympathize with me. 
off the record, very privately, very carefully. And I could tell that they didn't want to be doing what they were doing. That they had been maybe addressed, uh, arrested for a couple of joints or DUI or something, you know, and that this was what they had to do or go to jail. I think that's a lot of it. Some of the things yeah. people I've had in my life that I know were perpetrators, I have no doubt did time. And, and they were clearly, it looked that way, you know. They were staying out yeah. of jail somehow. Yeah. And really what this is is Pro on steroids. And, you know, I think it's actually training. They're using innocent people, single older women who can't defend themselves very easily, to train the troops. Charming, isn't it? You know, this is training, I believe. We're being used to train the troops because really what they want to do is lock down our country. You know, they want control of the population. Yeah, way less than everything. You're right. All of this is about all the EH, the electronic harassment and the gang stalking and the chemicals. All of it is about controlling the population, every single one of it every single bit of it, but it's also about training the people who are going to use this against the population. You know, finding out what works and what doesn't work. You and, know? When they, and, then, and then they become dispensable, and then they're going to be targets, in my opinion. The ones well, that are actually the, the low-level perps that are wandering around after us. I think most of us yeah. can tell by looking at them that they're pretty low-level, you know. I, I think they're well, going to be in trouble. Aren't they targeted also now? Huh? Aren't they targeted now also? Well, yeah. I, I don't know, but, you know, I think they're going to become dispensable. I think we're all targeted. <laughs> I think well, we're well, I thought about a month ago they targeted Rather against you know, I, I think this is about control of the population, and there's a lot of different ways that this is happening. Um, this is about the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers, and they think that they own this world and are nothing but invaders, and they yeah. need to be out of here completely. That's right. what it's well, all I about. Just found out, you know, I'm in California, and I just found out that they own the utility company. They are trying yeah, like the- hell. They are trying like hell. Yep, they they own PG&E. They uh, are trying like hell to get Agenda 21 in here. Well, they've stolen everything. They've stolen everything. You know, know, they they still have a big problem. They've got millions and millions and millions of people that they need to control. They need to control. You know? You know? You know. But a lot of them are dropping off. They don't want anything because I'm noticing that around here. There's some of them. They've got their vehicles parked and they've been parked. They don't want no problem of it. Or, I mean, they don't want no. They don't want to be in it anymore. 
So there's something going on. Well, people are waking up. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And we now have a federal appeals court saying that what they've been doing is illegal. It's that. It's that. You know. You know. I think that's. I think that's it. In the long run. In the long run. But I will say that if you if if you get really active in your community and you expose this, then the next move will be to try to get you out of the community. Yep. That's That's what they're doing to me. Yes. That's the phase I'm in right now. They're just, like, making it impossible for me to live in my home. Yeah. Um, they're just targeting yeah. me very, very uh, severely. Um, and at the same time, you know, all kinds of perps saying, oh, why don't you come here? And, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, all these opportunities. Yeah. Huh? So they um, can target you some more. <laughs> Someone I read, I read somewhere that where they where they were talking about the fact that they want you to move on, and I've been perped. Back, I've moved four times. This this article said they want you to move on because people do catch on that you're not the person they tried to make you out to be. You're not a criminal. You're not a bad After person. Five years. I've been targeted for five years. Mm-hmm. Come on, anybody can figure it out. Exactly. So After why am I not years. in jail? In jail. Yeah, how come they can't find any dirt on any of them? You know, you know. Why are you not in jail, or why are they not? But you know, I'm saying nothing's happened from the big investigation in five years. I mean, all the people are involved of watching me walk around town totally free. So what was it all about? And and obviously, I'm innocent. You know, it's like. so there's a little bit of, uh, you know, they want you to move on because it no longer looks realistic. Exactly, and that's why they want you to move. They want you to move to right. a new place where they can target you there, tell everybody how bad you are, and then get some more time targeting you, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Can yeah, I ask you guys a question? Yeah. When you were targeted, did you notice things that look similar to like what you might have had in your house or outside in your yard that they might have been wearing a little or very sim symbolically similar similar or anything like that? Because I noticed oh. that's what they're doing to me. They might and it might be a little bit bigger than how I actually have the item. You know uh, I don't know what you mean. You mean an object in your home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I might have a particular lamp. Oh, I know. Here, I have this thing that I bought in Oregon, and it's called Azure Anti Bubble. Can you tell where this echo is coming from? Joe, you there? Okay, I'm um, trying to get uh, some information from Joe because he has the um, he has the uh, the Top Shoe Pro. 
Oh. The phone line is coming from. Yeah. It seems to be um, it's happening with a lot of different callers. I don't think it's just from one line. Yeah. Well, for example, I have like this uh, anti-bug balm called Badger, and it's got a little, it's got a little green around the circle. It's on the lid. It's in a round can, and in the center, it's kind of orangish red, and it's got a little picture of a badger, and he's holding like a. I don't know, like a stick or a stake or something, like he's going to jab something that comes in his way, okay? And I'll notice, like, maybe they'll have that as a picture and it's kind of blown up, and it's on maybe the back of their um, vehicle window or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you experience stuff like that? Oh, yeah, that's psyops. You know, they're always trying to freak you out in some way. Yeah. Okay, well, that's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't the only one that was hallucinating seeing this stuff. Yeah, (laughs) because I know I don't hallucinate. (laughs) You know, after they destroyed my car, they would get identical cars to park in front of places where I would be coming out of. But, well, you know, so are they coming in your house when you're gone to know what the things you have and then they have something made up and blown up to resemble whatever you have in your house? Well, I, I mean, how are they know. finding this stuff up out what's in your house if they're not coming in your house? Oh, they always yeah. came in my house. Always. Always. Okay. 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 Then, then, then what I'm I, I started leaving them cookies and milk. <laughs> I love them nasty notes. If they're going to be here, at least clean my house. And I'd still come no, home. I said, help you. When I would leave, I would say, help yourself to food. <laughs> you must be hungry. <laughs> you know, because I, uh, I, I just refuse to be upset by all this. It's like so ridiculous. Uh, I don't take it seriously. I think it's insane. So yeah. I would always, you know, I would say things like that. I would say, help yourself to the food. And I would say, look, you know, you broke everything, but, you know, there's still this lamp you missed. Yeah, yeah. You know? Good. And I'm doing exactly normal. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I said, I'd say, well, you know, um, you broke the washing machine, but, you know, the dryer still works. If you want to break yeah. that, you should. They took all you know, my CDs and they've scratched them up here and there, but you can't see. It's not a scratch you can see, so when you go to play it, it skips. Right. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, they all did right. all that. You know, and they yeah. were like, more so fuel. Yeah, it's, it's psyops. You know, it's meant to, um, you know, they're, they're experimenting on you to see yes. what's going to upset you the most because <laughs> they're, this is all about controlling the population. You well, know, they, they mess with the wrong person, so, you know. One thing I've noticed is that they pick on older women because they've killed all the men that we were supposed to marry. Yeah. Five and million in Vietnam, and then you go back to Korea, and then Second World War, I think Korean men, well, no, I was a, a little young, in between Korean and Vietnam, 
Vietnam, and then all those guys were killed. And and yeah. uh, there's a big article about how useless single older women are because they uh, couldn't find a guy to marry, or their kids have grown, and now they're becoming democratic and dependent on the state, and blah blah blah. So I, I know, think that's why we're sick. You know, there's a lot of reasons. You know, older women get uh, hot flashes, so that that would explain the heating from microwave weaponry. Oh, that's very um, that's very specific. I don't think those people think like that at all. I, I don't think they know the what they're doing. They do, but for the most part, men, oh hell, they don't have a clue. Now, when well, they turn it over to the women, then they get down to the little nitty like. They come in and take all my vaginal products and put them in the toilet or something. Then I know that's a woman. A guy would not have any idea what to do with that except water a plant, you know? And when you think right. about it, you know, and they're all dumb, so the stupider they, you know, they are, the, you can figure it out who's, who's doing it. And oh, uh, now, oh, by the way, I do have a discovery. I was smelling a new smell, and I said, I smelled that before. And I figured out, and I think some of you have described this smell. Now, listen carefully. They're trying to camouflage my voice. It's called... See? It's rich dye remover. The chemical in it is like sodium hydrosulfate. Look it up. Rich, R-I-T... Color remover. Oh yeah, and it's the chemical in that, and they've been sprinkling it or putting it through the pipes, and it's really noxious. And um, uh, I said I I know that smell, so I figure that one out. So what's the name of the chemical? Well, I uh, I, you know, gosh, you know how we go blank. It is made by Rit R I T color remover. You can buy it at the market, and the chemical I think is hydrogen aluminum. Okay. Sodium, sodium, hydrosulfate, something like that. You you can find it on Google, but they may also have me sensitized to it. So you never, I don't know. I can't tell. Well, they are experimenting with chemicals. You know, that's a big part of this. It's. uh, yeah. I've I've been breathing chemicals for five years. It's amazing. I'm still uh, reasonably healthy, really. But nobody comes in here and smells like oh, Maybe they, they're just teasing me or with a kind of a hypnotic sensitivity. So that means I'm not really being affected physically, but emotionally it's driving me angry, you know. Yeah, I've noticed that. And a lot of people in this area now that I'm at, people that weren't angry before, they're all going walking around like they're angry or not walking yeah, around. They're angry. doing they're that. They're noticing I, I read that, that they're, they're angry. They're, and and they're, they're putting us in a lower vibration. Lower yeah, vibration. Thunder 200. They want easy targets. That's why single women, older single women, are easy targets. But sometimes they will make you single to target you. And that's yep. what they did to me. They broke up my marriage. Yes, they did that. They did that by dosing my husband with some kind of uh, 
chemical that he couldn't detect, which made him very, very, very angry. And he became a different person. I mean, I couldn't say, you know, if I said the tree's green, he would scream at me and say, it's red. I mean, he was just Mm -hmm. off the wall, angry constantly. And the reason I know, you know, I finally... We finally broke up because who can live like that? And um, the reason I know that this is happening is that he's still in my life. And he helps me where he can. And um, I can smell this chemical, and he can't. And I've been out with him, and I smell the chemical, and within three seconds he's screaming at me again. Wow. That's intriguing. They have a chemical. I don't know how they're delivering it. I had a scientist tell me that they can can now deliver chemicals. chemicals. Huh? What's that? No, they're they're playing. They they want you to say what you're going to say. Okay. Uh, But I had a scientist tell me who was a target. Um, told me that they can now deliver chemicals via beams uh, from satellites. Um, I, I said, what? And he says, yeah, it's true. And I tell you, I've been in the middle of a field with no one around me, and I'm suddenly uh, smelling chemicals and feeling sick. See, I think they can beam something that they've sensitized you to in your brain that will draw, that will present the smell, and it's well, not maybe real. That's it's, it. Yeah. Well, it produces though the same effect as the real chemical. Exactly. Yes, it does, and it may not be hurting you physically as the real chemical might be. Oh, this really hurts me. It, it's this one that completely takes my breath away. I mean, yeah, I literally cannot breathe. Yeah, you know, it's different. Uh, some of those chemicals can put you into kidney failure immediately, can yeah. do a lot of organ damage. But this way, when they think that you think that you're getting hit with, uh, let's say, some sulfide, something, uh, you can maybe get your body emotionally to fail that organ. They didn't do it. They have plausible deniability. But some some real smells are very toxic, and they can really, with children, for example, get get sick immediately. But if it's in their mind, and you learn how to ignore it or go through it, it won't affect you. But they take the wind out of me. But I don't think that's a chemical thing. That's a that's a a, a, a beat. That's a a beam. It's beaming a smell at the same time so that you think it's a chemical, you know. And, uh, yeah, you know, I've, I've thought about this, too. I thought, you know, this is, a, this is a beam. This isn't a chemical. There's no one around me. No one could have put a chemical in this field, mm-hmm. you know. Check your refrigerator. Mine initially came from that. But I don't get the chemical and the wind sucked out of me at the same time. I haven't. Oh, I get a chemical smell and then, you know, I I can feel uh, it's difficult to breathe and 
<laughs> you know, or I just want to, yeah, they make me call. <clears throat> they make me sneeze, you know. There's yeah, they, well, I smoke and I cough anyway, so. Yeah, <clears throat> no, this is just, I can feel it happening. It's not smoking, it's just. Uh, well, if you, can you, know. you run outdoors immediately? If you can run it doesn't some, matter to a where door. I am. It has to be electronic. It doesn't matter where I am. It's, I, it happens on the bus, you know? And I carry, um, I carry like lozenges with me, and that deals with that, you know, vitamin C lozenges. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm ready for uh, that because it's been used against me so much, and yeah, um, yeah. You're it, ready for bear. <laughs> um, one thing I did discover, which I think you guys will get a kick out of, it, it it's still hysterical to me. One night on the phone call, I hung up, and I was tired, and I was a little angry. I went, and I just flipped off the electricity, the whole panel. And I hear all this commotion out in the courtyard, and I peek out, and there are about 20 people. What happened? I can't view. I I can't see anything. What what happened? And they all look up at me, and I'm just looking there smiling at them. Hi. Have a good evening. (laughs) And I walk inside. And, I mean, they, they... They've never come out again when I've thrown off the electricity, I guess. The boss kind of gave them hell. But once I ran out and said, I want some fresh air, I had a friend here. We were running out, and the two Asian gentlemen across the way that I know have been beaming me were like misfunctioning robots. Their arms were flying. They opened lines that have not been opened. You see, that's what they did. They have not been open for six months. Flew open the blinds, and they were, the arms were flying. They were staccato movements. I thought it was hysterical. <laughs> they were absolutely thrown off program. Maybe they were robots. Well, I, you know what? Guess them. what? There's something, aren't they, that I think a little zombie-esque. Remember what Brian said, the spontaneity they just don't know how to handle? Mm-hmm. But you have to be real quick. You can't think about it because they think they know your thoughts. So, but you know, it's it was just it was very funny. I can still picture these guys. They're so you know <laughs> they never look at me and their eyes are down and they never eat either. They're quite amazing. Uh, and all of a sudden you run out, do something that you don't normally do, and they freak. Yeah, well, I well, seen a, I seen a blueprint on 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 my computer one time and they showed what a what a robot in the face would look like Whoa. and if you look at the person there'll be like a little bit of like their forehead up on the top is yeah. a little shiny and up yeah. underneath maybe their left eye it's like it's like shiny <laughs> and if you yeah. watch their eyes like one of their eyes it acts like it's a camera shutter it is. Two people. It is. Well, two robots. <laughs> that fit that description. <laughs> I have noticed uh, robots. And they can uh, work. Female. Do a job. Yeah, female on television commercials. If, and I don't listen to commercials because they have that beat. They're very dangerous. But I do look at the actresses because that's what I used to do. And I looked at what and I, I said. What she's I a said robot. She's a robot. Hello? She's a robot toy. toy. She's not human. 
So look closely if you ever see some strange-looking girl talking. There's one that grabs toilet paper out of the trees, a quilted northern tissue. This, that, that's not an actress. That's Thank not you. human. Thank you for unmuting me, Derek. Uh, how's everybody doing tonight? We're fine. Good. This is Who's this, Steve? No, this is Rob from New York State. Oh, right. hi. Hi, how's Willow in Arkansas. You know, you were just talking about visual, uh, seeing through a camera. Um, actually, I did some research on it, and I saw that there was a way um, to detect it. Very simple. Do you remember when you were a young kid how they told you to take your two fingers and put them together, and then it looks like you have a third finger? Like, yeah. I, I, yeah. I remember that little trick. It looks like you have, like, a little finger coming out. Like, um, like you take your two fingers and you put them in front of your face, you, face. you focus beyond them. Beyond them. So, so what happened? Because of that. Because of that. Effect, what ends up happening is that the uh, you can't see the optical illusion when that's being used. So that's a very simple way to detect, you know, whether or not if if any sort of visual, if, if there's anything being played with your visual. Does everybody know what I'm talking about? When it was. I do, yeah. Remember when you were younger? Take the two fingers and you put them in front, and and if you look, like, beyond them, it looks like you have three fingers, like one in the middle. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's another trick. If you cross your eyes. If you don't see the illusion, you know. Yeah, they they don't want me to speak. It's my purpose. Uh, I'll, I'll start saying, if you cross your eyes, the space in between is called the Nagual, N-A-G-U-A-L, and it's in Carlos Castaneda's books, and that is the space in which these strange beings operate. Yeah. Oh, you read him too, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I read him. only weirdo. <laughs> no weird. I read a lot. I read more than I should, probably. But that's oh, really, yeah. and the two finger, the three fingers, it, it's basically the same, the same theory. Right. Because you blur, you blur your close, and then behind it is what's really there. And when you cross your eyes, that space in between is what's really there. Yeah. In the hologram. Yeah. That's, that's what they're trying to do with my, my surroundings now. They're really doing holographic things. I look out at the trees. Do you look out at the trees and the bushes and see the weird-looking faces and leaves and stuff? Well, you should really study that because if they're showing you the hologram, you're special. Because they want to keep ignorant (laughs) as much as possible. No, I mean it. They want to keep you ignorant. They want, don't want you to go up. Well, they don't want me to know when they throw their shadows at me and these weird things looking in my bushes and my trees and up my grounds and in my flowers. Well, I'm not sure that's hologram. That sounds like weirdos. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like masons. How's that? <laughs> well, yeah, I don't use that word. I use other words. I do. I'm not ashamed to use their word against them. Oh, it's not They're using my energy and, uh, against the whole world. <laughs> how do you, um, uh, as women, how do you deal with it on a daily basis? I mean, um, you know, you know, in terms of like, you know, because I've heard some women being sexually uh, molested by <laughs> this technology. How is it that? Um, how do you cope? 
Well, there's Take no way certain, but they have that protocol, not everybody. Sorry. <laughs> no, I don't have that protocol, but other people have I take my clothes off when I take my, well, and I put my pajamas on or whatever, or I change clothes. When you take, I read this in a book, and the monks used to do this. And they take off their clothes, and then they they roll it up and squeeze it as they roll it up. And somehow it works. Because... With me dealing with these fourth dimensional beings, they come and they pass through my body. Or they're in my body, or there's something in my body besides the directed energy weaponry. I can tell the difference. When I roll up my clothes, sometimes I think some of them get stuck. Because there's this one neighbor, he seems to be their rescuer. And I can always tell when he's in my house because he smokes and I don't. So I have that heavy tobacco smell. And he drinks beer. And I can smell that because I don't drink either. So, and he must be their rescuer or something. I don't know what he is yet, but he's all included with them somehow. And this is all Bill Clinton's little trolls and minions and masons and everything, so, which doesn't surprise me. They seem to have two objectives. They seem to want to scare you and yes. trick you. And yep. trick you. Yeah, hurt you. And deceive yep. you. And yeah. yeah. They're very They're tricky. Very tricky. They want me to believe that God is sending the love of my life. (laughs) Excuse me for laughing, but I mean, that's what they're doing. And I read this book, Chasing Phantoms, I think she titled it. I don't know if any of you have read it. And she would throw the wrench in. She met this guy who was targeted also, and he wrote his book. And anyway, they would always leave their house just about before nighttime and go sit out in public like a restaurant or something like that. And they had like they would bring their books and everything else, and they would sit there and read, kind of like how we research on the, on our computers and stuff. And they were basically doing the same thing only they were kind of doing it with books or whatever, you know. That's how I found out about the angry bees. Well, I have the wasps, the bumblebees, and the flies. Go figure. So. So. But you're right. They want to deceive you all the time. Yeah, I think, too, if this is the financial elite, and I think it is, if you read Mark Rich's book, The Hidden Evil, it's very, very good. It's online. And, you know, these are the same people trying to take over the world. They're also trying to support their industries, and their industries are the psychiatric profession, the medical profession, 
You know, they own everything. They own everything. So if you get sick or crazy, you're going to support them. Cars. They own the car industry too. Well, too, and who who fixes all your stuff when it goes when they break it? Probably a Freemason. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> right? And they're even in the tire business because I got to get tires. <laughs> right, right. So they're. You know, they've got this system going on where they've got half of their boys breaking it all and half of their boys fixing it all. Yep, yep. So the money's so in the money's same, same pocket. So, like, we're so just like, like, like money whores to them. You know, they're just okay. stealing our money. <laughs> oh, and they're also in the literature, too. They're rewriting our history as we speak. I'm sorry, but I do yeah. not believe Atlantis was the only civilization, and I'll laugh until you're blue in the face if you try to tell me that story. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And they're stealing from our country. You know? Yeah, and they want to get rid of all architecture. They don't want any past, no history. Oh. Yeah. Well, they want our identity wiped off the planet because they want their new world order. Mm-hmm. And America's really in the way because we're very independent. And, you know, we told the British to go go to hell. And we still well, have we our We weren't released from King George's crown. And Queen Elizabeth still owns us. Right. We were never. We never yes, won the does. revolution. But the There's Vatican owns Queen Elizabeth, so it's kind of an interesting thing. They all have, but they all they all could sink very quickly, and I think that's their panic because they're breaking up pedophilia rings all over the world that Those are connected rings. to Britain. Yeah, and the doper rings too. There was just a big, huge bust. The doper rings are yeah, the cartel owners want. They don't want to. They don't want to pay Britain anymore, and they don't want to pay Washington anymore. And there's a lot of a tumult in the in the upper realm. And they don't want it to be tracked to where it's actually coming from either. They wanted to make it look like it's over there in that state with those masons, but see, they're down the pipeline. They don't want yeah. to come back to the headquarters either. You know, what they're putting us through is their last real defense, which is direct control of the population. You know, if you get on Facebook, I'm a big Facebook activist, and, you know, they're routinely knocking out my computer and threatening me, and, oh, God, it just goes on and on and on. Anyways, uh, if you get on Facebook, the exposés every day about corruption and, you know, everything is is coming out about everything. What is your Facebook name? Uh, Roseanne Marie. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're friends, Roseanne. I'm Melinda. Oh, my God. I thought that was you. 
Uh, yeah, I read yeah. all your stuff. Yeah, Good I read work. all your stuff, too. Thank you. Thank you. You know, and it's all coming out. So the last, you know, they can destroy our economy, which I think they're about to do, and they can try to control us directly, which is what the targeting is all about. Jade Helm. It's like, yeah, and Jade Helm. But, you know, even Jade Helm, they're running into trouble, you know, Texas uh, saying, hey, we're, we're watching you. Yeah, you know, they, yeah they've got they've got so much stuff there already that nobody knows about. But it's you know it's all coming out slowly. And my friend, and my who's friend a who's a staunch Republican now, is backing off from all the politics and looking and thinking, "Gee, have I been too?" You know. And the Democrats too. I mean, you know, people are. I'm a. I'm now a libertarian, independent. Me too. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know who to vote, vote for. I, I really have to read carefully about these people. I mean, we did not vet Obama. And he was a community organizer. I mean, what kind of a president is that? Come on. We didn't, he had no history in, in politics. He was out there guiding traffic for a protest. Is that our president? Well, we see that's not enough. Yeah, and I'm from Chicago, living in Arkansas, and I guess I'm targeted because he's supposedly from Chicago. That's how smart these stupid idiot Masons are because I have no connection with him. He wasn't even in Illinois when I moved down here. He didn't come to Illinois until years later. Yeah. No, I know. He has quite quite a fabricated background. And uh, Michelle was working hard, and, and you know we didn't. That, 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 that is not to say that they could not have been great, but we didn't that them properly. You're right, Melinda, because you know, guess who encroached him, or whatever they do, nominate him to be running for president was the Clintons. Now, yeah. That ring about- well, we're learning a lot about them too. I mean, <laughs> they're 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 quite clever. <laughs> they're owned by Rockefeller, probably yeah. Rothschild too. It's all about the bankers. It's all about the bankers, all about right? the bankers. You're so right. That's the Rothschilds. Duh. Yeah, yep. I mean they're the ones. You know, they're the ones doing all this, and and you know, yeah. um, all the rest of them are puppets. Forget it. You know, you're you're quite right. I mean, Derek's quite right when he says that to go to the federal government at this point is just ridiculous. You can't local anywhere. people, local people. You know what's happening in our country is the states are rising up, and they're saying, yeah. "Screw you." And it it will come from the states and the local governments if it comes. Yeah, and they don't want Obamacare, and that's one of the ways the states are rebelling. And that was started two years ago. Uh, that no, was you know, really horrible okay. to, to burden all the states with all that. Well, this so is how they're Boy, they don't like us putting it together, do they? Yeah, <laughs> I guess not. 
That was the rapper. We're rapping it all up. For months. <laughs> <laughs> I used to like to play dot dot. <laughs> You know, in uh, sound effects in Hollywood, how they sh- beat up a person is it is a room called the Foley room, and uh-huh. it's all full of sound effects. And what they'll do is they'll take a hammer and hit a watermelon, and that will be like a big gut to the stomach, and uh-huh. a, a cantaloupe against the wall will sound like you know the guy's had his brains knocked out. I can see these idiot lackeys with their tin foil in there. Uh, forks against glass and all, taking all these and their echo chambers and they wait all week to, to do this idiots well you know I you can learn a lot from them huh? you can learn a lot from them because when you're right they will react Yep. I have learned oh, so yeah. much from them because you know, when I get online, and Melinda, you know what I post. Uh, I'm I'm outrageous, and when I get online and I hit something, and I try to post it, and my computer goes haywire, I say to them, I say, "Well, thank you. You just told me that this is correct, that this is yeah. good information, because you're trying to stop me from posting it." So when they do their sound effects on the conference calls, you know that you're hitting something yeah, that you're not yeah. supposed to know. You know, that, so that, well, and you're not supposed to tell anybody either that you know this now. <laughs> well, I I think they're using us as clinical trials, and you know when we when oh my gosh, you know when they when they hit the jackpot with something when everyone says oh that happens to me too, then they go nuts and they foam at the mouth and. Yeah. Get a bottle of champagne. But then, you know, find something else. And when you stand and stare at you, stand there and stare back at them on a different day. Boy, do they get all, we can be friends, you know. And I'm thinking, why would I want to be friends with a scammer and all of this? Boy, nobody talks to me, but when they give me bad looks, I just smile and give a flow a kiss and wave. Yeah, and they and don't like it. They, they don't know what to do. off your face. <laughs> well, no, nobody says anything to me. You guys have have people on the street talking to me. Nobody talks to me. No, this was here in my yard. Oh, my I walked, yard, the, I walked back the back to my property, my property line, line purposely, purposely, and I just stood there and oh. stared at her. Watched her take all the symbolism that's in my house, like tools and toolboxes and Brooms and mops and shovels. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, have, have, have them fun. shovel their own stuff. Own stuff. You Use the word lackey. They do not they like do the word lackey. Like oh, they uh, are. They want everybody to be fighting, you know. And I to be afraid the, of them. Yeah. I, yeah, I think most of the perps are victims, and uh, I'm very nice to them. And they've told me a lot, you know. I mean, most perps end up telling me something that's really valuable because I'm really Mm. nice to them. And I don't, you know, I don't take it personally. I just say, you're a victim. You're um, you're a slave. 
You know, you yeah. caved in. You caved into this. And, you know, I, they've tried to bribe me. They've tried to bribe me. They've tried to get me on board. And, I, you know, I could never um, support anything like this, ever. I mean, it's... Well, no, me, me neither. I'm not corruptible. They gave me, uh, I had, uh, I wanted uh, $40 in the bank and one bill was a 50 and I got home. And mm-hmm. of course I had to take it back, not an issue. Yeah. They do it in ways like that after I had all surgery. surgery. Um, um, I said I need a couple of Percocets. doctor gave me 50 of them. I had them for three years. I don't touch them well. Somebody came and stole some of them. But... I just, um, I don't work like that. Uh, a doctor gave me a prescription for Vicodin. The one thing I fill out all the time, I'm allergic, it doesn't work, it's horrible. And he gives me and one for Vicodin. And so they're and testing so they're me all the time. All the time. <laughs> Boy, they really don't want us talking. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> yeah. I know, well, my daughter is always They have nothing to else to do. They they paid for 12 hours to watch each of us. And look, I mean, I have to say, ladies, don't be offended. You're kind of boring. So am I. So am I. And I, I think, and I, what, what, what are they watching? <laughs> yeah, really. There's something else. Now, one gal dances for them every night. I think she's nuts, but. Oh, my no. God. I'm not going to say her name if she wants to announce it. She can. She's a journalist, a very good journalist, and she takes off her clothes and dances for them. She says it takes all the pressure off of trying to hide her body. She's not blonde, is she? Is she what? I think I know who it is. Well, you don't even have a computer, so you don't know who she is. Oh, I have a computer. They just won't let me get online. I have to go travel to try to get online. Then it's not who I think it is. I I say good morning to them. I say good morning, torturers and murderers. How are you today? (laughs) Well, when a plane flies by, I go... Hi, how does it feel to go home and when your daughter, your little girl, asks you what you did? You say, well, I just killed some people today, sweetie. <laughs> I and then they fly the Because I know they, they can hear me from the planes. So then I say, is that what you're going to tell your daughter? You know. Look, I'll tell you, oh, there that's... have been at least five perps in my life that pretty much let me know that they didn't want to be doing what they were doing. And, oh, I had a great thing. There was this guy following me. He was in a big big car with black glasses, and I pulled off the side of the road, and I figured, oh, God, here's a perp. You know, I'm just going to let him go. And uh, as he went by me, he gave me the victory sign, and he screamed out the window, give him hell, and he sped off. Now, he was there to follow me, and he was letting me know that he thought it was a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, he gave me a victory sign, and he yelled out his window, give him hell, and took off. 
you know. So he knew who I was. He knew that I was a target, Mm -hmm. and what he was trying to say was, no one's here. I'm playing this game. I'm not playing this game with you. I'm going to tell you that I'm on your side. Yeah, exactly, because you're beating them. Well, you know, they're torturing me, but I still live my life, and I expose them, and I'm giving my second radio interview um, any day now, and I've got two petitions out. I even started a class action lawsuit, and, and, you know, know, I'm I'm like, I'm like, you know, you're moving, moving and I can What? And, and you're you are moving. You you're moving forward. Um, when is your radio show going to be? Or what channel? Or can we tune in on the yeah, line or on no, radio? It's not that uh, I'm waiting to hear. I just oh, the guy who was trying to set it up, his computer crashed suddenly. Surprise! Of course, of course. <laughs> I think you listened to my first one, Melinda. It was full of wisdom. And you actually wrote to me, actually. That's when I think you realized that I was legitimate. And, um, you know, you said that I've never doubted anybody. Uh, I don't doubt anybody. I've never doubted anybody. Because if if you want to go to that kind of trouble to create something fake, then you're in more trouble than a T.I. is the way I look at it. (laughs) <laughs> no kidding. You know, actually had a very vivid imagination. <laughs> you I'm wrote sorry. to me and said it was really good, which I really appreciated. And and I got oh. all this because Myron May sent me one of his letters, and that's when. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's good. Yeah. Well, he mentioned me, you know, uh, and Stephen Shell and, and some other people in the, the last part of the letter, and I. I was very moved. I I was very touched. On one hand, the other hand, I was a little upset because I don't want people to think that I would do that he did. Uh, no, nobody condones his. Nobody, you know. I mean, it was it was hard because we're not violent people. You know, there's like I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of targeted individuals, and only a couple of them have been really violent. You know, and they were they were uh, groomed for that. You know. Yeah, yeah so, and the ones who are really groomed uh, had had it had easy street. The real Manchurian candidates. The real, you know, they were not well, being tortured. And I don't think he went to Florida State to, to shoot. He didn't say that anywhere. To shoot other people. He didn't say that anywhere. Well, he didn't. He wanted to expose he didn't it anyway. He just went there so that it looked like it was publicly because... Yeah, to be public out in the open, he did not want to die in vain. He did not want to die secretly, so he would never be discovered. And he did it so that, you know, hey, the intention is really happening, you know. The one thing that tears needed was press, and that's what he was trying to pull off. 
You're breaking up, Rosemary. You're you're breaking up. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm kind of in a... I'm in my shielding. I'm being hit. (laughs) Oh. Oh, Oh, no wonder. You sounded funny. (laughs) Yeah, wait a minute. Let me move around. If I move around, you know, I'm okay. But they they really, uh, they've had it with me. I don't know. We were so nice. We're all day now. She's putting us out there. (laughs) (laughs) See what we've done? We've corrupted her. (laughs) We've made her tell the truth. (laughs) No, they've had it with me. Well, they really want me to leave my uh, location because I'm getting more and more support. And, gee, you know, it's been five years. How come this girl hasn't been arrested, and I've been telling the whole community that this is bullshit. So, yeah, they want me to go. <laughs> it's like, yeah. and I keep saying, give me the money. Give me back yeah, well, what you took from me, and I'll leave. You know, we all want restitution, but, you know, if you go, they're out of a job, unless they choose. I don't know if they relocate those guys. They wouldn't have to. There's so many sellouts all over the country. Oh, no, they just get another crew in, you know? Yeah, get I mean, another crew, yep. Yeah, you know, it's like uh, I've got a few uh, perps wanting to, you know, take me away to wonderful locations. You know, right, get me out in the middle of nowhere and kill me. <laughs> So they haven't. They don't do that. They don't do it like that. Oh, now they just use their directed energy weaponry on you. No, they've tried to kill me. Did you say they that you're in Sonoma? Me. Did you say huh? that you're in you're in Sonoma County? Yeah. Do you know Deborah Tavares? I don't know her personally, but I certainly know who she is. She might be interested in doing a radio show with you. Yeah, I've thought of contacting her. There's another one. Um, there's another woman I, uh, that's very vocal. But I'll tell you, uh, well, Deborah Tavares, I heard, is very targeted, which doesn't surprise me. Um, but um, the, the I I have a few. Sonoma County used to be a very liberal activist sort of place. And And the people who are most vocal are really suffering. suffering. Big time. One woman, her daughter was murdered. Um, Another man who came out about 9-11 way before anybody else did had... Half of his land stolen. Um, this county, we actually have a Rothschild's vineyard here. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's, you a, know, very it's a very dangerous place to be an activist right now. So, you know, I don't know how, how I would uh, connect with connect Deborah. With. 
Uh, just send, send me an email to electricrose22 at Yahoo, and I'll give her give you I'll give her your email. Good. Yeah, I will do that. Um, so she's right there. Of, she's in Sonoma too. Well, she's here, and there's another one. I forget who her name is, but I think it's Rosa. Um, uh, here oh yeah, something uh, like yeah. She yes. she exposed Agenda Twenty One. Um, she's also here. Um, there were a couple of other real heavyweights that I think have fled. And I tell you, this county's in lockdown. <laughs> this county, the, the activists, because it was so liberal, you know, this is where all the hippies came from, San Francisco. And this used to be an extremely liberal county, full of activists, and they have all been um, either destroyed or converted. Um, uh, a lot of a the, lot of uh, the uh, people who people are who constantly, are trying, constantly to trying to discredit me are uh, old activists. Because they're... Um, They've been attacked, you know, and uh, it's sold this out. is a well, bad place to be yeah. if you're an activist. And um, I don't mind leaving. I just don't know where to go. Yeah, where you go? No kidding. That's well, I I just okay. read in one of my videos that uh, they're going to take over all the wine countries because that's what they want. They're California's going to be in for a land grab. They're going to starve all the farmland then go in and offer uh, 10 cents on the dollar for an acre. Uh, yeah. It's all planned. This whole uh, uh, stupid drought is planned. There's tons of water. Yeah. Right. And it's yeah. been siphoned into hidden reservoirs. And yeah. Oh, God. You know, they really uh, are demonic. They, they, well, I've heard that I don't want to be around when they get there. Well, look this at what they did to Colorado with all their fracking and that. Now, I heard when I was gone off a couple years ago, look, take my vacation, and this one guy was telling me that his name was Bill something or other, and he's in Colorado because him and his wife are planning to go up there because he's giving away the land. So it's kind of like a homestead, like what they did to Oregon back in the 60s when people were moving up there and homesteading and everything. And he's giving away the land free as long as you live on it and do whatever. Yeah, so know. the Chinese won't get it. They're selling it to all foreign countries. Uh, for You know, we owe them so much money. Well, that's in well, yeah, but that's, the that's, they got Nevada already. They got Vegas and everything, the Chinese. They got this state. My area, anyway. I don't know if I have I don't know if it's true, but I heard that they have California. They just need to get rid of the undesirables and get the guns away from the population. That isn't going to happen, though. I don't think so. Well, I think they're just going to shoot them. They're not going to go in and take the guns if... They're going to go in and shoot up gun owners. That's what I heard, that they're not even going to bother to try to confiscate them. Yeah, but we've got no, the National Rifle Association. 
No, I can't, a lot can't of people understand. fed up with them. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> there is something what? going on in California, though. There is something. I tell you, I had more perps online telling me to get out of California than I can count. Oh, um, I know. There's probably a big uh, uh, harp earthquake. I have seen homeless um, market yeah. baskets yeah. still full of homeless clothing lined up in alleys. You know just the carts. You know what's weird about oh, yeah, Hong Kong? We get no chemtrails. You you get what? We get no chemtrails because the Rothschilds have wineries here. Oh. (laughs) Well, aren't you fishy? Aren't you special? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But they don't want... They don't want their wine ruined with with, uh, chemicals. No, One of the probably. most favorite wines that uh, this friend of mine, see, I really hobnob with the Illuminati when I think about it. Oh, my uh-huh. God. Um, <laughs> yeah. The well, favorite wine was Chateau Lafitte Rothschild 59. That was the <laughs> most extra- extraordinary. He had 15 cases of it. <laughs> and maybe that's why I was targeted. I was drinking too much of it. I mean... It was so extraordinary. Never had a wine like it. Now, who would have thought X number of years later that I would be talking about Rothschilds wanting to kill me? You do know what I'm saying? It's very weird and bizarre. And, yeah, and I love the wine. Well, you know, before I realized that they kind of had a stake in Sonoma County, I was on the local forum exposing them. I'm publishing all this stuff about how, you know, all the crap they're doing in the universe. And, and, As you pick you know, the glass of their wine, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, then it comes out. And it was actually Deborah Tavares put a video together about how they're trying to put Agenda 21 into Sonoma <clears throat> County. And she's in front of the Santa Rosa Courtyard saying, well, the Rothschilds have wineries here and they own PG&E. And I'm like, holy crap. And here I am (laughs) in the exact same location dragging them through the friggin' mud. You know, no wonder I'm targeted. I mean, (laughs) I'm like living with them. And I'm, I, yeah. I'm yeah, but when did you, when did your targeting start? Well, that's a very good question. Um, you know, you never know. Oh, overt I don't know either. Yeah, overt targeting about five years ago, but then you look back and you realize, oh, my God, wait a minute, my house burned exactly. down ten years ago, and, you know, all my animals died, and, and you know, I look back and I go, this could have been, uh, you know, could have happened like 15, 20 years ago. And, you know, it's it's really hard to determine because I have so many things that could have brought this on in my life. You know, Me my too. mother was... So I know exactly what you're going to. So are you ladies saying, saying that the Rockefellers are on the West Coast and the Rockefellers are on the Midwest and the East Coast? 
Because <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> oh, this is funny. Well, the, 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 the trains that the Rockefellers brought up go everywhere. Well, the underground the, uh, train, I got that here. All the small little oil fields. He didn't want yeah. any competition. And then what he did is he would shoot the train tracks so it wouldn't go near that oil field anymore. So the guy went broke. So he said, oh, how awful. Look what the trains did. They just missed your property. Here's the, here's $20 for your fields, and the guy took it. So, <laughs> I mean, he was an operator. John Senior. <laughs> not that funny, but um, no, he was an operator. He was very clever. Oh my God! I've got the underground train here. I've got the underground weathermen here. I've got the masons here. I got the trolls, the minions, the Rockefeller on this stage. I mean, you know. And I don't know where I come from here. I just live here. Well, you know who owns the trains now? Who bought the trains is uh, Warren Buffett. Oh. He's pushing trains. Yeah, and he's moving him right near FEMA camps. It's going to be really convenient. Willow's got the funniest laugh. You know, I have a perp wanting me wanting me to go to Ecuador with her, and I'm ready to go. To go. <coughs> places you can go, though, too, and still be safe. <laughs> Just think about well, it. Cuba. Cuba. <laughs> supposed to be terrific. A very fun place. Nicaragua. Let's all go to Cuba. <laughs> no, really. It's, it's very cheap, and if you have income and can show income, I, I'm too old. I'm not going to go anywhere. They're just going to come and kill me. I just want to go somewhere nice and be left alone and be in a free country where they, you know, where they go ahead and they protect their citizens. And I don't have to be a citizen, but still I could just be there. <laughs> just laugh, Willow. They won't let you go. Ah. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean I don't they'll know. keep they you on the soil if you don't like Because I should take that smile off my face, you know. <laughs> Whoever's laughing, I really love you. Because <laughs> I just never laugh about... Well, actually, I do laugh. But uh, it's good to hear someone laughing. It's so That's ridiculous. I mean, this country is going down so quickly. And we're going up. <laughs> well, we're on the front lines, actually. You know, never in my life did I think when I got to be 60, I would be fighting the Rothschilds for my life and, uh, you know. Packing and going to Ecuador. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to decide if I should take off with the 
return to Ecuador, you know, I mean, life's just become incredibly ridiculous. It's just well, you know, if, you do have any, if you do have any desires, I would get that lady and corner her and find mm-hmm. out exactly, exactly what her intentions are. Find out why. She's, uh, she's a real T.I. I mean, she's, she's got problems. Uh, a T.I. or a perp, I thought she said. Well, there's, there's some that are both. You know, maybe she's, she's both. both. She's both. She's, uh, I used to know a T.I. who actually got it right. He said there were pure T.I.s, there were T.I. perps, and then there were pure <laughs> <laughs> and here all the time I've been thinking it's just a darn perp. It's a T.I. perp. No wonder they're harassing me. Yeah, no, there's like people that, okay, we'll let up on your targeting if you do, you know, if you mess with other T.I.s. And um, this guy was one of those, actually. He ended up messing with me. Um, we wrote a book together about the T.I. experience and then, you know, he kept talking about T.I. perps and then I realized one day, oh, well, you're one of those. Oh, you know, I was very green and I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> Where is he? They don't approach me. Want- They're too afraid of Someone told me that he, he died, but, you know, um, <laughs> I never knew if it was true or psyops because and he got pulled. Uh, well, you know, they would. It could have been psychological operations just to make me upset. You know, I never know what to believe in this protocol. Because well, I, I tell you, go to socialsecurity.gov, put uh-huh. it in his name, see if it comes up. Oh, that's a good idea. That was a long That may not be the exact address, but you can Google the exact address. I think, yeah, I think, I think that would be it. I think you're right, Melinda. Yeah. Yeah, Social Security. You know, do you got a phone book? I bet you could find it in your phone book. I'm not sure if they the would have The problem is, is that there. with all this cell phone stuff, people don't list in phone books anymore. No, I'm talking about Social Security. And I was saying if you looked up Social Security in a phone book, even if it's the 800 number, even if you call that 800 number, usually if you listen, they'll go ahead and give you the website because you can go there too. (laughs) You know, all the ads that they give you before you get to speak to someone and then you don't even get to speak to anybody anymore. Well, yeah, but it's something like socialsecuritydeaths.gov. There's another word in there. Yeah. So, uh, it might be socialsecurity.gov forward slash death or something like that. Records would be the word. Death records uh-huh. or something like that. Like birth records, death records. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because there was a way that I found my brother-in-law, because I found out years later that he had died, and I didn't know he died. The last time I seen him, he was alive. <laughs> well, yeah. 
and then we just kind of lost contact throughout the years. And because the only ones that are left are the two sisters. Everybody else is gone, you know, so... And I was able Boy, to find him online. Boy, at this age, you hear about deaths and births. Yeah, because I didn't know exactly what year he had died in. And when I went ahead and found him, I was able to find what year he died and what city he was in when he died. You know, so I knew what state he was in, but I, you know, didn't exactly know what city he was in because he had moved from one city to the other. After I seen him, he moved to a different city. Uh, let me ask you, is the new girl from Dallas-Fort Worth still on the line? Because I have somebody for your support group. Is she? Do you remember her name or anything? I guess not. Well, I have a, a cute guy who wants to join, so he goes, yeah, who? I go, girl wants to start a support group in okay, Dallas-Fort Worth. Are you interested? Now it's Nancy. Huh? You said it was Nancy. Nancy. Well, I can't understand. Darn it. I said that was Nancy. Nancy. Okay. Uh, how can how can he get a hold of her? Uh, can, uh, have him just send me an email or call me. Okay. Is is she on Facebook? Um, I don't think she's on Facebook. Okay, his name is, you know Josh Garrick, Josh Brown. Oh, Josh, he's yeah. Back, yeah, he's back in um, um, Dallas. And so he says Yahoo, you know how talkative he is. So um, I will tell him to email you for her name. Okay, yeah, he can email me or Facebook me. Okay, Facebook, okay. Is there anybody in Arkansas yet, Derek? Or in the surrounding areas, I'm willing to go to Missouri, Texas, <laughs> Oklahoma, Memphis, you know, Tennessee, uh, Chicago, <clears throat> California, Arizona. I mean, I'm willing to travel. <laughs> Florida, you know. <laughs> okay, well, um, I haven't heard of anybody recently. Okay. It doesn't matter to me because come next spring I'll be going around traveling, but I'd like to kind of at least have phone contact or something like that, you know what I'm saying, to get to know a person a little bit better because you never know if it's an individual targeted or if it's a perp. And then, um, I haven't heard. You know, that's, so. far, that's a state that uh, you don't hear from very many people there. Yeah, because I don't really think there's anybody here that I could really um, contact and try to network with, and you know what I'm saying? Because I know the state too well now. I'm ready to move. (laughs) I'm not that far from Missouri, really, so a couple of few hours, so that's not Well, Yeah, there's lots in Missouri. Is Gina? And well, she she has the names there. Yeah, I don't know. I used to drive out of Missouri, so. 
out of Springfield, so I'm, you know. And and I've got to go through there to get to Illinois when I go visit, but I have left a family up there, so, you know. So I, it doesn't matter to me where I travel. I travel. Hi, I just want to say that if the lady's there that uh, wants to go to Ecuador, that I'm not a perp and um I was going to volunteer and go that way because I just can't find anyone that wants to go. And uh, I don't know if she's still on the call. What's that? I just got back on. I got knocked off from I don't know when. <laughs> oh, hi. Um, I've been <laughs> I've been looking uh, for a while for someone to go to Ecuador with um, um a registered nurse and they won't let me work and um I was going to I have two licenses that are current and um I was gonna pursue volunteering and try to go try that, to go way. that way. Oh, getting in well, getting in It's it's uh, very cheap and very beautiful. I have done a little bit of research about Ecuador. You can get an apartment there for like $200 a month. So, um, you know, I'm very interested. I, I have my passport, and I'm waiting for my criminal background check. And then um, now you need an FBI background check. Did you know that? No. Um this is for Americans, right? I don't you love it? That's the word free, you know. Why <laughs> <Land> of the free? <laughs> but um, I'm <laughs> sorry. What <was> your... <laughs> well, if something comes up in your uh, your quest for a passport, then at least you have a little bit of proof that something's going on. There's a way to, um, what is it, the passport is good for 90 days. There's a way to, like, go be- go over the border and come back. Like, go go get, an, um, like, re-up it for another 90 and then without having um, the, um, what is it called, apost- the apostille and the FBI check you just get it for another 90 days and then you go back over the border well i don't know if, 
targeted individuals are going to get a clearance from the FBI. If you go to a passport and there's any problem, then you have proof that there's something going on. Do you see what I'm saying? Um, you're saying that um, if, you, if you, I have a passport, you're saying if I try to get to Ecuador and I have any problem? No, I'm saying if you go to your passport and for some reason you're denied or there's a problem with getting your passport, then you have some proof that there's something going on in your life with the government. You know what I'm saying? Yes, okay, so, but I don't have any, I got my passport, and, but now they need an FBI check to be, um, to immigrate, to be, um, to live there versus traveling. Yeah, but anything that would hold you up is proof that you're being targeted is what I'm trying to say. It's actually, um, I wouldn't think that they're going to um, do that because they don't give us any you know what I'm saying? Um, I, my passport was stolen and I need to go get one. And I'm almost hoping there's a problem because at that point I'm going to say, I'm going to scream bloody murder if there's a problem. I'm going to say, why? <laughs> why problem with and then all of the whole targeting stuff, you know, becomes a lot more realistic because you've got proof you're being targeted by the government if you can't get a passport. You know? Exactly. Do the same. He's going to go through some times and I was in of believing I don't know you know I'm a typical broke TI you know in Ecuador you can get an apartment for $200 you know um, but you know there are some people saying that our currency is about to fall yeah that's, so, that's going up mm. you know um you have to be careful because if you're in a foreign country collecting, let's say, Social Security or something, and all of a sudden the dollar is worthless, uh, you could be in a bit of trouble. You know, that's crossed my mind too, is that um, if you're living on dollars and our currency falls, then it's really going to affect you. You know, so that that scares me a little bit about leaving the country because internally, if the dollar does fall, you know, we're all going to be in the same boat, <laughs> you know? Um, no, no, because if you have Social Security, you're living in another country. It's converted over into their money. Yeah, but yeah, that's but the exchange that's rate. rate. That's what I'm That's saying. What I'm it's, saying. Like, it's like uh, your, your dollars get skirted 
into another oh. currency. So if and your dollar is suddenly worthless, then it's not going to buy enough money in the other currency, you know, to to be comfortable. And, I'm, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people saying this is a real possibility in our country because uh, of the petrodollar and, uh, you know, our currency is really taking a hit around the world. You should be ready for uh, stuff like that right now. No? Yeah, because we're targeted and we should know better. None of us, I can't get a job, I'm targeted. I can't leave. Yeah. I got two little dogs. They come in my house when I'm gone and leave the door open. So I got to take them with me everywhere I go. I mean, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, everybody, I'm going to say goodnight. It was, a, it was a fun call. And let me know when you get your passport where you decided to go. Goodnight. Okay. Night, Sleep well. Good night. Thanks for the answer. Anyways, you know, right, you need to have, uh, even if you're targeted, you need to, like, have food and water and keep your expenses real low. You know, our country's going through a real, real bad time, and nobody needs to, you know, prove that anymore. Uh, the targeting is only a part of it, and uh, you know the currency and the police state, and you know all the rest of it is going on. Not a good time. Anybody there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, it's not a it's not a good time to leave. Is that what you're saying? It's not a good time. Period. Whatever you do, you just have to be really careful and think it out. And you know, um, if you have a lot of money, you've managed. You're sitting on some property, and you want to leave. You know. To another currency right away, you'll probably be safer. But if you're like considering going to another country and living off, let's say, Social Security, expecting the exchange rate to stay the same and the dollar falls, that's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I I do have you know because I'm I'm fairly new, so I still have I can convert, I can convert to, gold, to gold. I guess. I guess. You can convert, you can convert, to, convert what? to what? Gold and gold. silver. Gold. Yeah. Or the other currency. That's what people are doing right now. That can do it. Um, they're buying gold or they're buying silver. Um, you know. Um, hey guys, um, yeah. we have about maybe 25, 20, 25 minutes left on the call. Okay. 
And I just wanted to announce that um, Joe is having a call after this one lines up. Okay. Uh, Joe, I hope you're still awake and um, and can confirm that. Um, and his uh, his call ID is um, is eight nine eight nine nine. And uh, Corey is um, also has a call after this. And um, Corey, if you want to um, place your your um, call ID, I'll announce that as well. Okay, Corey's call is one three two. Anyways, um, is the woman there that wants to go to Ecuador? Yes, I, I am. And um, first, I was going to go to a, a new TI house in um, in the Tampa area, you know, and just help out a little there and give them a donation. Um, but my, but ultimately, uh, as you said, I want to spend down my money um slowly and I can only do that and um the best place would be Ecuador. Ecuador is really, really cheap and beautiful. Uh you can go on Craigslist and you can actually look at rentals on Craigslist and um you can like get a three bedroom apartment up in the hills for about two hundred three hundred dollars a month, and you know there's a lot of uh, uh people moving to South America. I mean Americans are leaving America in record numbers, and they're going to South America because it's cheap um and you know, I don't know what's going to happen down there. Um, I have no experience with South America. Um, you know, they've you know, just they've told, just told, they've just they've told, just told uh, America, America to get, to get their, military their military base out of there. Out of there. You know, yeah, I don't know if it's going to hold. Gonna I got a terrible let go again. Um, but I'd certainly be willing to talk to anybody because I would love to leave the country right now, seriously. I think we're in for a really, really rough ride. And uh, the targeting is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. That's how I feel. And um, I think no matter what happens, 
in a another country that you're going to be better off. Um, and, and that's just my personal feeling. Unless the states rise up and tell the federal government to go to hell, which is happening. And, uh, you know, there's all kinds of things in the works to defeat the tyranny that seems to be coming into this country. And, um, you know, we don't really know if those things are going to work. But I think there's going to be a lot of fighting here. I I don't think it's going to be a peaceful place. And, you know, the the whole dollar issue is seriously being um, discussed by uh, very serious people. It's not, um, you know, conspiracy theory stuff. It's Rand Paul is talking about it and um, lots of uh, people on Forbes and, you know, it's real stuff. And um, basically the rest of the world is abandoning the dollar. And eventually, you know, that's going to that's gonna really affect this country in a, in, a, in a bad way. You know, I don't know how bad, but, you know, you put that together with everything else going on. You know, and uh, it's not a very pretty picture here right now. And, you know, as far as the targeting goes, everybody says it's a bit better elsewhere, but that the electronic harassment is something that follows you, you know. So um, I don't know if it's better to be in a situation where... um, you know, you're in a foreign country and can't um, deal with that as easily. Um, not that it's easy to deal with it here, but uh, at least we can speak the language. <laughs> true, true. You know? And it's going to get rough because it's getting close to the end because, you know, they're really going in all directions now because they're panicking. They know we're right. on to them. You know, you know, there's a, a target that I've been talking to until they cut me off, and um, he was actually um, trying to get me out of California. I think he was uh, working a bit for the other side, um, understandably, because they were trying to kill him and burnt down his house four times, and he was a scientist and a really, really, really smart man. And um, he said quite seriously, um, just get out of the Northern Hemisphere. And I kept saying, why? And he says, well, it, it's just um, you got all kinds of things happening and as a scientist. He was saying... Um, all kinds of things happening in the Northern Hemisphere, which is not good. And all the financial elite are running to the Southern Hemisphere. Yes. To watch 
Yeah. Yeah, they're going to New Zealand and they're going to uh, South America. The Bushes have a place in Paraguay. He says, you watch where the rich people go and you go in that direction. And he says it isn't, he was very alarmist about Fukushima, but it wasn't just that. He was also very, very concerned about Yellowstone and thought they were trying to set it off purposely. Um, He said America's, and he's a foreigner. I should say that. He was an American. I'm not going to say where he's from. Uh, He said America is under attack in every way possible right now. Financially, um, medically, uh, you know, you've got poisons everywhere, your uh, dollars being attacked, your uh, people being attacked. Um, China's just waiting to take huge chunks of America for the debt that we owe them. Um, He was very, very alarmist about America, and I kept saying, well, look, everybody I meet online wants me wants to get me out of California. You know, this just seems to be, um, you know, what they're programmed to do. And I accused him of that. I said, you know, and he kind of let on that he was working for the other side. But um, um, he also said, no, it isn't just that. He says, you know, you've got to open your eyes and see what's going on. You've been taken over. You've been infiltrated. Your, um, your government's not real. You're, um, you know, just look at what you're going through. Right. Every minute is right. And I remember when I first, you know, the shock and awe phase of targeting, when you start to look for help and nobody will help you, and they start calling you crazy and all this stuff, and I'm going, I'm like, I was like coming home every day and saying, this isn't America, something's happened, this can't be America, there's something terrible happened here. No one will help me, you know, and I'm being attacked. I'm being followed. I'm being, you know, I I had helicopters following me and, and um, you know, military jets flying over my house. I'm like, what the hell is going on, you know? And I was like in the real shock and awe phase where you're just like your jaws hanging. And you're like, What? You know, and here I am, like I was an animal rescuer and an, and an artist. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, for God's sake, if I'm being attacked, <laughs> I'm on a spiritual trip. <laughs> yeah, what the hell is going on with our country? And, um, you know, and then I started really doing research and, and trying to get to the bottom of it all and the bottom of it. And I have um, uncovered an awful lot, which is why they're trying to kill me. And, you know, we're under attack. 
you know, you know and, 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 and not and just not us. You know, you know uh, Canada, uh, Canada, Australia, England. It's pretty much a global attack. <laughs> and kids <laughs> are doing it. And don't eat food. <laughs> really? You know, it's just like some kind of bad movie. And you can't yeah, get out of it. it. And you can't really garden because they're spraying all that chemtrail. So people bring their potters inside the house so they got a little bit of tomato plants that they can eat. Well, now they're fanning that stuff to come through your windows or when you open the door. Sign your clothes and you can't see it. You bring it well, in your I house, a, you know. I had an eye-opener. I've been supporting a couple of chemtrail activists online, you know, and trying to raise funds for them to go to a conference in Paris. And, uh, you know, Sonoma County doesn't get sprayed because we have the Rothschilds vineyards here. Okay, I haven't seen any chemtrails here. I've started swimming because they won't let me walk. They they mess with my muscles somehow, and it's very difficult yeah. to walk. Yeah, you know, they cramp my muscles. Yeah. So uh, I thought, well, let me try swimming because it's going to be hard for them when I swim. And sure enough, I can swim. So to try to stay somewhat healthy because they're certainly trying to undo my health I uh, I swim a lot and the other day I was in the pool it's in the open air and I do a backstroke and I'm looking up at the sky and I had just been in contact that morning with one of these activists um, in France about chemtrails and we had been sharing information and um I look up, there's one jet right above me letting out a chemtrail. I swear to God. Mm -hmm. I've never seen one in this county. He was right over my head, and there was a chemtrail. He was spraying me as I swam. And that's when I realized this has to be the Rothschilds. No one has enough money to try to piss me off while I swim, to send a jet over my head. Because, you know, this is insane. I mean, I, I've had military jets, you know. When I get information, like, about targeting in, in electronic harassment and uh, directed energy weapons on the Internet, I've got military jets over my house. And uh, who has that money? Okay, Roseanne. <laughs> yeah, Roseanne. I think that uh, you raise a an interesting uh, question about this country, and I just wanted to to mention that um, what I feel is the important thing about this country, and what gives me hope, is that this is a place where, and we're in a time where we have the opportunity to make things better, where the common people can take control of their lives and make things better. And if you want an example of that is the Bundy Ranch, mm-hmm. where 
people saw the intrusion of government, the overreach of government, and they stood up to it and prevailed. We have that opportunity with our issues and with many other issues, and it's because of the Internet. It's a lifeline. It's, were it not for that, this country would have been consumed. But we have an opportunity. I think you're right. You know, I'm I'm not all doom and gloom about it because I see the struggle, I see the fight, and I see all the people who are awake and fully engaged in stopping this madness. And I think you're right. Um, My take on it personally has been that I am just severely targeted. And I think we're going into a fight. I think we're going into a yeah, fight. Yeah, we, we, have, we have the opportunity. And the thing is, this is a country that is um, that is uh, has ingenuity. Mm-hmm. And, and it's something, it's something that, that this country is blessed with. It, it seems like this country is blessed with that uh, more so than other countries. I'm not sure why that is, but, but it seems like the United States has that. Um, mm-hmm. there, there are countries where you do not ha- even have the opportunity to make things better. And it's brutal and it's harsh, and you can see it in the news every day. Right. Um, but we have the opportunity, if we make good use of it, um, to come together and make things right and to make this a functional country and a functional government. And it will be up to us. And I think the Internet is the chance that we, the people, can make that difference and to make um, this this turn out something uh, turn out something good and uh, you know, I think that we I think that we that we can do that and I think in my opinion from what I see is that uh, you know that saying you know good uh, uh, evil triumphs when good men do nothing well this is our opportunity to do something I haven't given up. Oh, yeah. I'm a big activist online, and uh, I pay the price, and I I keep going. Mm -hmm. But I do do pay the price for that. And, um, you know, um, but I have not given up on the country. I I do see what you're saying, and I I think that... uh, you know, you know, more and more, 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 more people, people are waking up. Just for just what like, you know, um, um, mean that they're. <laughs> I, I guess yes. I have, um, in the past few years, been instilled with a lot of hope that I didn't see before. And, uh, you know, I remember struggling with targeting. And not seeing, and not seeing the light of day, 
Mm-hmm. But now there is a light. Well, I agree. Uh, you know, I agree, well, see, Derek. Is, and the thing yeah. is, but um, what uh, I'm going to say this because it isn't easy to say. Uh, as an African American, I um, I have come to love this country, mm-hmm. and uh, and that isn't easy to say. Uh, and I think that uh, there is hope. Ooh. And it's only because of that that I see that uh, there's, so, there's an abundance here that, uh, that, that makes me feel that we can make it work, but it's going to require people coming together and... Uh, and I see that that is possible now with the uh, arrival of the Internet. I, I have to agree with you. I, 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 you know, I, I see progress and, and, and um, you know, with the targeting issue, I see lots of progress, and, and uh, you know, this issue is everywhere now. Are you Joan Heddington? What's that? Are you Joan oh, Heddington? That's not Joan. Uh, you know her? Yeah, I know Joan. Is she all that's right? That's Her name is... Is she doing all right? I don't know. I think so. I'm sorry, I'm not hearing this. Is a uh, you have a question? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you right. Uh, distort- I'm getting a lot of distortion. Let me right. try to move it. Um, Some people have speakers on. Please turn them off. And if you push star six, it will help with the echoing noise. I was yeah, concerned about you. Distortion. I was concerned about you and the chemicals when you were talking earlier. Chemicals are put in our home immensely, and they do it because you can't see it or taste it or... That's right. And you know it, and they use very odd ones. You might look up the word phenol and see if that matches what's working on, you know, what's the effects are the same. And you might look up phenol bromide no, let's see, phenols, what, methyl bromide, M-E-T-H-Y-L-B-O-M-I-D, that's one that's invisible, it's fairly effective, very effective, but it's not, um, you can't smell it or taste it, you usually can't tell, you just notice the effects that come in. The other thing you can do for your house is, and yourself, a chemist told me this. She saved my life because they do it to me every hour. She said, use uh, white distilled vinegar. So get a spray bottle. And I laid plastic bags around my house and on chairs and on things. And I spray those frequently when it comes in, when it's strong. And it will detoxify it. And white vinegar is magnificent. You can use it on your face. Uh, 
your hair, your uh, a nerve spot that might be hurting. And you can use rubbing alcohol on the nerves, which will help it too. That helps kill the pain. And rubbing alcohol is about the only thing we know that will wash away pesticides. You can try yeah. those things that will help you. They've got this whole place uh, rigged with uh, uh, chemicals. You know, I usually, I I live in a face mask and uh, a good quality pesticide face mask. And I try to stay outdoors most of the time. Um, My environment is just beyond belief. You know, well, there, was, is it heat? Do you have a lot of heat there? What's your temperature? Um, I'm in I'm in a warm climate, so I don't need a lot of heat. And uh, you know, but uh, uh, between the directed energy and the chemicals, um, I'm I spend an awful lot of my life protecting myself. And you know, I manage. I manage. I, I I'm constantly detoxing and eating well. And you know, I'm swimming now and and all of this good stuff. Trying to maintain, but you know, they are um, definitely trying to hurt me. There's no doubt about it. Of course, they all that's a goal. They kill me too. I know. I'm very ill from it, and I can't go to a hospital. Because when I go in the hospital, they always send a psychiatrist in. Right. And instead of taking, and I've been bleeding, internal bleeding from it. And right now, it's attacking my nervous system. And uh, it gave me a yeast infection. That's how bad they got me this time. Elvira, Elvira, did you ever get some choline and take that? I can't stay in one place long enough. I'm constantly yeah. moving. Well, you can take choline with you. Choline is the um, it's a sort of B vitamin, but it works on your nervous system. It helps yeah. to prevent the depression of pesticides. You know, pesticides are a nerve gas that depresses central nervous system. Yeah. The choline it's will like right help. Now, my head is bobbing. Yeah. Like it did in listen, New York listen, when I was listen. up in New York. Get, get a bottle of choline to a self-depression. I'm sorry? I shall do that. Get the choline. Because yeah. right now my head is just, my head is bobbing. My, my whole central nervous system is just like, and then I, I felt like I was like nine months pregnant. I'm 64 years old. You know, the way well, they scattered so bad. Pesticides are. And I can't little, go to the hospital. I just can't. Not with a, a, a troop a troop with me. There's no point. Going I can to never go in the hospital. ER. Elvira, pesticides them. are a mimic. They're a bad mimic of harm of uh, estrogen. It's like bad estrogen, which overstimulates your yeah, well, right, right now, uh, Alice. I have to get a group behind me, and they have to follow me in the hospital and watch, and, 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 you know, that's what I need. 
But there's no point going to the hospital. It's not going to be <laughs> But right but now, right I just go, but I've been uh, I've been, uh, uh, over a week, week trying, trying to make my body heal myself. Are you on, are you on a speaker? No. Okay, it stopped something, whatever it was, it stopped. Well, hot showers will help you as much as anything. Every time you feel terrible, take a hot shower. And wash the chemicals off. They deprive me of my medication. They won't give me my medication. So right now, I'm having to buy a bunch of icy hot patches and cream and the Tylenol. It it really messes up my stomach. I just have to do the best I can with what I have. You're not supposed to take Tylenol. I see you in the front of that. Can you take aspirin? (laughs) I can try. But I don't think I'm going to be I got people that are fundraising. Who was making that noise? Who was making that noise with the echo? Please star six. And I never got any medical, nothing. Just the pain. He beat me up with the Free Republic going to get me in handcuffs. So they can put me on their website because they wanted me to protest with them. And I didn't. Elvira? They gave to me. Elvira? I've in jail, never been in jail in my life. Overnight, no justice. Nothing. They wouldn't let any attorney touch me. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.